Let's get this party started! You thought this episode of For What It's Worth was going to start out normal? Pfft, get real! We're doing this Vinyl Scratch style! Trying to take my announcer spot away? Killing my beat! Bad pony, bad! Shoo, shoo! Ah! Scram! In the name of Canada, I cast thee out, ya hoser! Hey, come on! You're killing my beat! Ah! Molson. Hockey. Now that's done, welcome to Fur What It's Worth. Can you believe it? We've been introducing you and exploring the furry fandom for 100 episodes! And now, please welcome your master of ceremonies, those two fools, Rue the Cookie Fox and Tugs the Puppy Bear. I had this grand opening ready and then it completely fell apart. Welcome to For What It's Worth. This is episode 100. Joining me, as always, is my esteemed co-host, Ruchi. Thank you, thank you. And also joining to joining me on the side is Tugs, the great puppy bear. <laughs> and don't forget, we also have in our audio booth, Koru, the Arctic Fox. Yay! Everyone's names today. <laughs> yeah, so I I can't believe we're here. I know it's like wow! It this right here is the hundredth episode. Like it doesn't feel any different. It's just it is different. Here's why. It is because we have we have fancy cocktails with us tonight, and I'm drinking wine. You have wine. I have a filthy martini. And we're all, like we're all sipping right now. We're like, no one talked to sip. Mm, so good. Yeah, no, I remember um, when you brought me on way back. We were like, yeah, one day we'll get to a hundred. We'll do something really fun. And then I was like, okay, cool. And I kind of like just was like, I'll just kind of keep track. And one day we'll get there. And it was like, oh, that's like years away. And now suddenly it's like, it's time. I I can't believe it. It's it's just. Like, to think that we've been doing this show for how long? How many years together? Four. Four Well, years. no, the show's four-ish. We've been doing it like three and a half, so. Three and a half, so almost four years. That's that's a long time. It is a long time. Uh, we have been doing this show together for 88 episodes. 88 episodes. Mm-hmm. 88? That's a lot. I can do math. Can I do math? 78. 78. 78. I can do math. 78. <laughs> Sorry. 
Um, as you can tell, we're drinking. So um, we may be all over the place just a little bit. We're but, celebrating. You know. We're celebrating. This is a big deal. So the reason I, I never understood why 100 episodes was a big deal. Like, you know, you watch TV and they're like, well, well this is our 100th episode. We're going to sit around and bullshit. And I'm like, I don't give a shit. Just give me the show I want to see. Um, <laughs> the reason 100 episodes has been a big deal is historically 100 episodes means that an episode is eligible for syndication. So everyone who's on the staff is now going to get residuals or syndication, you know, reruns. Uh, they're going to get money from that forever, typically. So, um, because we don't make any money on the show, and, and no one is syndicating us, <laughs> it's not as big a deal. But a hundred episodes in a podcast is still a big deal, even though. You yeah, know. there's some podcasts that only last a month. <laughs> you know, but you know, I don't really think of this as a podcast. It's more of a, a, a straight up show. We don't treat it like a podcast because you know, podcast is often considered lower class. Uh, I don't feel like we act like that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, well, so we're, I'm excited though. We have, so we've been working on this episode I've, uh, since uh, what, June? June. So it's been, it's been quite a long time that we've been planning this and working and trying to get everything together for it, getting audio clips. It's been, ha, yeah, it's been kind of fun. So it's, it's been something, that's for sure. And, uh, yeah, we we've got all kinds of surprises ready for you tonight. Um some things you might be expecting and some things you might not be expecting. Um but hopefully by the end of this you've had a good time and if you're a long-time listener you've had a great time. Um reliving some of the memories that we've all made together. So, I think we should click kick, click. We should click it off. We should kick it off with this. Hello, my name is Char and I'm an innocent rainbow. And welcome to For What It's Worth's 100th episode. Utah's defined marriage as one man and a woman. Anyway, uh, because Rue will stab me if I don't say it. Yes, we did go get married. Yay! <laughs> Woo! Not, not Tugs and Rue. Eating it with the crappy onions. Oh, you got the shitty onions? Yes, yes. Oh, <laughs> that is the face of disappointment. <laughs> I'm so depressed right now. <laughs> I think it's contemplation. What about the sexual side of things? <laughs> I'm okay to talk about it if you guys are. I think you we guys, should take a break first. You guys invited me into this. Because <laughs> there is, there's like a, there's a world, right? I mean, that's there a, is a world. So, yeah. Like door prizes. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just. Screw you, listener. He, he didn't catch it. No, no, that was really a prize. <laughs> And in the name right of the podcast, you. he is punished. I think the, I think the bruise on his head. Are you all right? <laughs> First aid's right outside. Your door prize is getting smashed on the head. The scar's a souvenir. And I was afraid to become homo. I put down the yifing. Chicken on waffles, oh lotty. Why do you, what, what is it about fruit on your eggs? I love fruit on my pizza. Eggs. Oh. Eggs. I said eggs. I know, but pizza. Answer my question, mofo. Uh, what is it about fruit on your eggs? I love fruit on my pizza. It's so good. 
We have had a lot of crazy things happen. A lot. But, Rue, do you remember what you were doing on September 19th, 2011? Oh, yes. Do you know where your children were? Yes, I remember. My crazy roommates gathered, you know, pulled me, um, well, a couple days before that, they pulled me in and was like, you know, I think that we want to do a podcast, and I think it would be great to do it together. And I was like, what's a podcast? <laughs> you didn't know what a podcast was? No, I guess I didn't at that particular time, but I guess I do now. So I know what you were doing. Hello and good evening. This is For What It's Worth, an introduction and immersion to the furry fandom. This is episode one, What's With The Tales. I'm your host, Elias. This is Rue. This is Thay. And, and we're, we're the hosts of For What, what it's, it's Worth. Today's episode is going to be discussing, well, how do you explain the whole furry thing to random strangers you may or may not meet on the street? Um, but before we get into that, we have our segments. You know what, Tugs? Yes. I actually have something to um, confess to you. What's that? Something that you didn't know about. Mm. That was not the first episode of For What It's Worth. I know. That was episode one. I know. I I don't actually have episode zero. Oh, really? <laughs> I don't. Is episode zero just completely gone? Uh, it, when I came in, it, it was never available to me anywhere in our files. I know there's an episode zero. Hmm. So that's the best we've got. Okay. All right. Well, if somebody has episode zero, please send it. <laughs> <laughs> iTunes. <laughs> iTunes is like, I've got it. Uh, yeah, no, it's, it was never in our archive. Yeah, yeah, the answer. I know. So, actually, you know what? Tell us about the lost episode because it, it, technically zero doesn't count. It is zero. Well, we right? started it at zero because we thought that it was going to be the worst episode ever. Well, isn't that the pilot so, too? Because doesn't the pilot sometimes, you know, how like on Netflix yeah, or whatever, yeah, it's not really an episode. That's basically what it was. That was the pilot episode. So, what what what, what did you talk about? Um, you know what? I don't remember. What did I talk about? Great pilot. I'm I'm sold. <laughs> I think we should. Yeah. No, I think it was something about, um, you know, what's with the tells or... Yeah, that's why, that's why, that's exactly why we're not saying... I think the main part of it we spent um, introducing, like, who we were, what our backgrounds were, and stuff like that, so... Oh, it's like stuff no one actually cared about. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> huh, that was a long time ago. So, Tugs, you know, after after a certain amount of time with being with they and L. Um, eventually things changed and you were brought on. And I remember, I remember that day when we ended up bringing you on. It was, it was pretty amazing. Welcome to For What It's Worth, an introduction and immersion into the furry fandom. This is Rue, and this is For What It's Worth. Today, we have a special guest with us. We're going to have Tugs here. I thought I was co-hosting. Am I just a guest? I'm I'm demoted. Well, co-hosting. Hi again, everyone. Were you there for that, Koru? I think so, because I was the one running the damn board. I don't remember. I thought maybe you were one episode off. 
No, I, I remember this. We had breakfast, and you guys had already talked about it, and you're like, oh, hey, you remember that soundboard at that one time we came to your place? Do you think you can do that? And I was like, yeah. Oh, well, that was such a great job interview. How do you feel that job interview went? What would you change about that job interview? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. That was great. Like, do you know how to use this? Yes. Okay. Good. You're, you're hired. You're hired. There you okay, go. Do you breathe oxygen? Do you know how to slide knobs? Okay, and good. that's how Koru was. And I was also still Tug's roommate, so I was convenient. You're still convenient. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, so the thing is, is so Koru brought me on, um, and... Uh, I did. I, I had listened a little bit. So I'd been on the show once as a guest. Um, and that and, was a terrible episode. Let me point that out. But anyways. So the secret I have to share is I've never actually listened to any episodes previous. I still haven't listened to any episodes before I've come on. I haven't listened well, to any know, episodes. I actually would have preferred it that way because really. You were pissed about it at the time, though. Well, yeah, because, you know, you were my friend and I. I was at this point where I was thinking, oh, my friends need to listen to the show. <laughs> no, um, no, none of my friends listen to the show, except listeners, which you're my friends. So, well, I'm just, I'm just I get what you mean. Like, like, it's nice to make friends uh, because we, we do this, uh, but I've never had the expectation. And I've told my friends, like, if you want to listen, that's cool, but I'm not going to expect you to listen because a podcast and a show and just like making time for this kind of thing is not for everyone. Especially because we do it in like a talk radio style. Mm -hmm. Not everyone likes that style. Well, the thing that I like about um, the fact that you didn't actually listen to some of the previous episodes is it gave it a brand new fresh fill. And it's what we have today um, is because of that. And we did keep a lot of the same things like, you know, just, just some of the different things like the cookie moment or... Um, some of the opening or how we end the show. Um, there's things that we have kept. So the show itself is still the same, but at the same exact time, it's it's even better. It's grown, and it's grown because of you, Tugs. So I'm grateful. Um, you know, that was one of my favorite moments that I've actually sent to you is is you being a part of the show. That's why. That's why I clipped it. Uh, <laughs> no, the reason I chose not to listen um, wasn't because I thought it was terrible. It was because um, just knowing what was going on in your sphere at the time, uh, and how you had been asking me to kind of give you some technical expertise. I suspected that I was probably going to wind up where I am now. And I didn't want to be trapped by the way you were doing things before and the expectations of it. I wanted to have the freedom to do something fresh, new. And what I had told you at the time was you're reading Wikipedia articles. People can do that themselves. Let's give them something that they can't do on their own. Let's bring <laughs> in people and have conversations that, they don't, that they're not going to be able to read on the internet on their own, right? Yeah. Um, but and, and do something... That's an extension of that. Uh, and so by not listening to those old episodes, we've been able to completely re reboot the whole show. Basically, it has been a full reboot. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, completely. And, you know, one, one thing that I want to point out is that, you know, I was I was probably I, I don't like change at all. And so <laughs> and one of the number one things that uh, me and Tugs, me and Tugs would battle a little bit back and forth on how things um, needed to needed to be changed and. Um, a lot. <laughs> but you know what? It was good. It was good, and it was the benefit for you guys and the show. So that's why we have what we have today. Yeah, and, and I think we've developed a good relationship. I think you've learned that I'm not going to kill anything and that, you know, we talk it out. And I think it's great. I think we have a, a, we have a great team putting the show together because it's not just you and I. I mean, we have, we have Koru, and we have Firebreath, 
And I mean, I, I wish that it, it's really hard when we're, we're doing the show and we'll talk about this more later um, for people to kind of get an idea of how much they support us because they support us a great deal. Um, but without everyone giving their input into this, I don't think it would be what it is now. Uh, but speaking of uh, things like that, uh, we did not start the reboot with an announcer. So the reboot kind of took the most of the rest of season two. We were kind of experimenting. We still experiment, actually. We'll bring in new things, and we're not afraid to do that. Like, we have some stuff we keep, but we rotate things in and out. Um, but one of the very first things we rotated in and kept, because I was it was driving me nuts that we did our own intro, um, was Fire Breath. And I remember I was just talking to him. You know, he'd been a friend of mine for a while. And I was like, you're Canadian. You want to do something for me? That's the, literally his job interview. He's like, what? And I go, oh, you have a decent voice. You want to you wanna record some stuff? Like, I'd heard him talk to me, I think, once, ever. <laughs> and I actually couldn't remember what his voice sounded like. But I was like, whatever, you've got a microphone and you're willing. So I'm not, I don't want to pay with the going rate for voice talent because voice talent's really expensive. Like, when we get people to come in and do extra stuff for us, a lot of the time when I have to pay for it or you have to pay for it, it ain't cheap. Yeah. Um, no, it's no, worth it's it. Not. It's a talent. It's a job. Um, but Firebreath was like, yeah, sure, oh, whatever. And so he's he just kind of came in. He came in. So I started season two, episode six. Um, that's not... Uh, season no. two, episode 12, you mean? Uh, yeah, no. I came in episode six. The um, theme song started in episode seven. And then Firebreath came in in episode 12. So we have both of those things for you to relive the magic. Welcome to For What It's Worth, an introduction and immersion into the furry fandom. This is Rue. This is Tugs. And this is For, For What, what it's, it's Worth. Today, we are going to be talking about Poppyverse. Oh boy! The title of this episode is Welcome to Furry High. Poppyverse. We have a special guest today. Today, we're going to be joined by Scott J. Fox, who has been, who is well known when it comes to Twitter. Um, he has a lot of different followers um, on his Twitter account, and and basically, if, if you want to get j'ai vraiment aucune idée de ce qu'ils veulent dire quand ils disent introduction et immersion, mais on s'en casse. Maintenant, les deux épais qui m'ont donné des bons sur télé pour ça, Rue et Tug. You know, I wonder, um, people that first listened to that, they were probably like, what is going on? <laughs> they were probably so confused. They were probably checking their settings on, like, their iPad or, or Zoom or whatever they were using. There's, did you say a Zoom? Uh, yes, I just did. A Zoom. Uh, who made the Zoom? What? Who made the Zoom? I don't know. I, I know a Zoom. A Zoom. This okay. is two episodes in a row we've talked about the Zoom. Zoom is made by Zoom. It's Zoom oh, yeah, Industries. we're recording with the Zoom. Yeah. Zoom by Zoom Japan. By Japan. Or Japan. in Japan. In Japan. Just, just just, don't turn that off. Um, You know what? You know, I actually have never played those back to back. Really? Yeah. How much of a difference does that make? A total difference. <laughs> a total difference. It's better when it's in English. Yes. It's pretty good. Where's the SAP <laughs> button? Yeah, the SAP. Yeah. Uh, the secret about that um, is that I actually have another 10 that he's done in French. Um, but he did not always say welcome for what it's worth, blah, 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 blah. 
Um, he made up a series of ridiculous ones, like one of them. Um, I'm actually not going to say because I just realized the NSA will capture that and probably start listening to our show, and I don't want that more. So I'll tell you off the air, but it involves um, using chemical reactions on edifices that are painted without color in famous places. Think about oh, that. Okay. Well, yeah. I do want to point out that was probably one of those changes that I had to let go because that was like, that was something that we always did. And so it was like, what? Change that? What? <laughs> I don't know if I can. So that was, that was one thing that I had to let go, but I am glad that, it, that we did because fire breath was, you know, fire breath has done some pretty amazing stuff for us. So. Yes, he has. He's just, he's fantastic. Actually, uh, well, no, we'll say that later. So the one thing we were talking about this earlier, so some things changed uh, like that and the theme song, Cloud Fields, um, and some things stayed the same. One of those things that stayed the same and it's is about cookies, to happen right? is that thing. Hey, 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 it's Ruse Cruz your time. <laughs> what? Wait, no. <laughs> What's the cookie say? <laughs> no, that never changed. What? Okay, so the cookie is today not the end yet. Let's stay with it. In bed with a cookie. I think that fits perfectly. It fits perfectly. What's wrong? I think that's great. Uh, what? When did that change? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing changed. <laughs> We've only had two episodes that haven't had the cookie, and I'm not counting the weird live shows. Yeah, yeah. So, so 98 episodes have had the cookie. Well, 98. That's pretty good. I, I'm going to just say the 100. That was that was the 100th episode cookie, so there you go. <laughs> that was, no, that counts. It's legit. We'll, we'll count that. Okay. It's our show. We can count it, right? Yep, totally. Just like how we count the points during the game. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, this is Rez. I'd like to congratulate the crew of For What It's Worth for their 100th episode. And in commencement, I personally find that pie and ice cream make an excellent catalyst for the release of serotonin. But if pie is unavailable in your area, any confectionery delight containing chocolate as its primary ingredient may be used as a suitable substitute. Relationship advice from a 12-year-old girl, a man in a diaper, and a sad brony. It's not the, the show that you need, it's the show that you deserve, furry fandom, for what it's worth 100 episode. This is Hayrider. 80 episodes later, I'm still bumping into walls better than any of you, and doing it better than any of you. Um, we've been here this long. Happy 100th episode, everybody. Hey, this is Keith. I was in an episode about getting into character. Just wanted to wish Rue and Tug a happy 100th episode. Just remember, life is an adventure, and to all of those listeners out there, so remember to listen in every week and or every time that they release Netflix. Have fun. And enjoy life, because it's an adventure. Bye! Hey guys, this is Christian Colley. I appeared in Season 1, Episode 1, Season 2, Episode 2, the 2012 and 2013 uh, Halloween specials where I play the organ. 
And also, I was in the uh, newlywed game in the 2013 Further Confusion live show. When Rue approached me about doing this clip, he told me that I could say some mean or scathing things about you like a comedy roast, so I just prepared a couple of statements. So I hope you guys got your Kleenexes ready, because this is going to be pretty nasty. I actually play the organ on your show to drown you guys out. If you two were one of the Beatles, you would be Pete Best. You guys smell like Charles Manson's beard probably smells. If Radiolab was a cake, your podcast would be a Fig Newton. I will literally have a post-traumatic episode if I have to listen to the bacon pancake soundbite one more goddamn time. Oh, a furry podcast. How original. For the record, I don't actually believe any of the things I just said. Uh, You've both been very incredibly kind to me, both on and off the show, and I've got to do like 500 Hail Marys to repent. So let me know if you guys ever want to get shit hammered sometime and make some unsavory life decisions that land us in like Alcatraz or like tied to a millstone at the bottom of the ocean or like stranded on the moon or something i don't know we'll improvise but most of all congratulations on 100 episodes and here is to 100 more this is hoofin wishing you guys all the best on the next 100 episodes you do can't wait to hear them hi everyone fox lord here wishing for what is worth a happy 100th episode and here's to another 100 episodes Now I can't talk for very long, I must resume my research about the evil aliens who live in our pancake batter and release their evil magic when we cook them. Beware the IHOP, that's their evil breeding ground. This is Lucas the Mewtwo, happy 100th episode for what it's worth. Now if you'll excuse me, I have a yellow-tongued Greninja named No9 to go eat. Hey for what it's worth, this is Sakita Star. I wanted to congratulate you on your 100th episode. When I was on the show, we discussed transformation. Since then, I've transformed from a bighorn sheep into a domestic goat. It's amazing how a few small tweaks can change your life of strife into a content journey through existence. Don't be afraid to shift. Life is going to, even if you don't. (laughs) This is Zato Mukal. It has been a fantastic show, and the great move will bless those 100 episodes and the 100 more. Happy 100th episode, guys. Hey Ruin Tugs, it's Space from Formedia. Just wanted to drop by and congratulate you guys on your 100th episode. As you may know, I'm a sucker for a terrible, funny pun, so I have a few for you guys today. For Ru, what kind of cookie makes you rich? A fortune cookie. I know, kind of lame. <laughs> kind of like what I do. And for Tugs, uh, this is one that my mate came up with. What kind of fries do baby furs like? Crinkle cuts. Anyways, I love being a part of your show for the McRib Combined Podcast Special. That was always a fun one and a, a good good one to reminisce on. And the more recent uh, retail episode that was fun to be on as well. Um, thanks for being great friends. You guys have a good one and good luck on your 100th episode. Uh, this is Quinn Stormcloud, the squirrel from Spanish Fork, Utah. Grab your bag of nuts and join me in congratulating for what it's worth on their 100th episode. Hailing frequencies open, Smokescale Aquatus here with another round of news for you. As of Thursday, November 19th, here are your space headlines. On November 2nd, 2000, Bill Shepard, Yuri Godzinko, and Sergei Krikalev boarded the ISS and began Expedition 1, which lasted for four months and marked the start of uninterrupted human presence in space. It was composed of only three modules at the time, Unity, Zarya, and Zvezda. Since then, 44 expeditions have flown, 
with 45 closing in on its end and 46 approaching launch this December. This November marked 15 years of uninterrupted manned spaceflight aboard the station. Here's hoping we can get another 15 out of Izzy. Soon, a new class of astronauts will be launching from American soil aboard three new vehicles, the SpaceX Crew Dragon, the Boeing CST-100 Starliner, and the Orion Deep Space Exploration Vehicle. NASA's going to start taking new applications to hire new astronauts starting December 14th through mid-February, and will announce their selections in 2017. Basic qualifications are as follows. Astronaut candidates must have earned a bachelor's degree from an accredited institution in engineering, biological science, physical science, or mathematics. An advanced degree is desirable. Candidates must also have at least three years of related, progressively responsible professional experience, or at least 1,000 hours of pilot-in-command time in jet aircraft. Astronaut candidates must pass the NASA long-duration spaceflight physical. Applications will be accepted at usajobs.gov. Orbital ATK prepares to return to flight. Their next Cygnus cargo vessel is now mounted inside its fairings and ready to mount on top of its launcher, more than a year after its failure back in October 2014. Both failed and returned to flight vehicles are named SS Deke Slayton for one of the original Mercury astronauts. When asked what advice he had to offer in a previous interview while he was on orbit, Slayton said, The best advice I can give is decide what you want to do and then never give up until you've done it. KIC 8462852 shows no direct evidence of alien life. The Allen Telescope Array was pointed at the unusually dimming star for a solid two weeks while they studied it, and what they found was no discernible artificial signals. If there are aliens there, they're communicating with each other and not trying to directly communicate with us. Otherwise, we would have picked up some signal strong enough to reach us from 1,200 light years away. That's all we've got for you this time. For more information on space and space-related matters, follow NASA, Orbital ATK, and the Allen Telescope Array, as well as other organizations on Twitter, Facebook, and other social media. Until next time, this is Smokescale Aquatus saying, keep looking up, space fans. Hello everybody, this is Fox Amour speaking to you from Edinburgh, Scotland. I'm recording this message for the For What It's Worth guys, saying many congratulations on reaching your 100th episode. That's really cool. I had the pleasure of speaking with these guys back in July in Florida, uh, where you get that wonderful alien thing to us known as sunshine. It's good to hear that you're still churning out all those episodes. Uh, well done again. Uh, we have a lovely expression here in Scotland actually for when you do something cool like that. <clears throat> Pure quality. Thanks, guys. Have a great Thanksgiving and Christmas, and uh, hopefully see you sometime in the near future. Bye-bye. So, uh, hello there. This is Charles Ratt speaking for the 100th for What's Worth episode. Um, hello, Rue, Tugs, and whoever the hell else I'm supposed to greet. There's so many of you guys now. Um, and the reason I wanted to talk to you was because approximately one year ago, I actually joined the fandom, uh, which is amazing. But even more astonishing, in this time, I've only actually managed to meet one furry in the face. Uh, I know it's stupid, I've been so, so incredibly busy, um, but I'm so glad that he is the one I met, because he's such a sweet guy, I can't resist him. Um, but also I've been able to write and chat to other furries online, and these furries have come from all over the world, from America, Canada, uh, other parts of the UK, one's from Greece, uh, one's Hungarian I think he is, or South African, something like that. 
Um, and they managed to learn about different cultures, and Therianism, different aspects of fursuiting, what people like about being furries, and a bit of gaming culture. And I've learned all of this incredible stuff in this past year. And it's you guys I need to thank. It's for what it's worth and the fandom in general. I, I would not be here talking to you if it wasn't for all of you. Um, and I hope that as I continue to participate in the fandom and talk to you all, I'll be able to actually learn even more. I mean, th this is the first time most of you will probably have heard my voice. So, yeah, this is what I sound like, and hopefully you'll be able to discover more about me as much as I'll be able to discover more about you. I look forward to being able to talk more in the fandom. I look forward to being able to meet more foes in the face, and maybe go to a fur meet sometime soon. And I hope you all enjoy your 100th episode. So I think that's everything I wanted to say, and enjoy the celebrations. Take care, everyone. Are you struggling in your day-to-day -day life? Are you lonely, listless, or ugly? Do you find your emotions a wild roller coasters of ups and downs? When someone asked if you're happy, do you find yourself responding, you're just tired? Consider the warmth and blessings of the Church of St. Mattress. Join us in worship from the comfort of your own home for regular services on Saturday and Sunday morning. Need a quick pick-me-up? We also offer evening services upon request. Church services are found everywhere, often in your own home. On the go? No problem. You can worship anywhere. Members have been known to express their devotions during long meetings in the office, on their lunch hour, after large meals, and late night drives. Like drinking? No problem. Our members have found this only increases their likelihood to more immediately seek happiness through worship. Church of St. Mattress services are flexible and accommodate singles, couples, and large groups. Join us in reading from the Holy Scriptures. The Book of St. Serta, St. Celie, St. Simmons, and St. Ersprung offer our members comfort the more they partake. And should you find yourself seeking the good word when out of town, pre-recorded sermons from the St. Hydebed will allow you to keep the faith. So what are you waiting for? Our doors are always open and services start on your schedule. Make your life better through worship. The Church of St. Mattress. Swedish services available only in select Tempur-Pedic meeting houses. And welcome back from your 100th, for what it's worth, sponsored potty break. That wasn't a potty break. No? It was just a break. But that was their very first 100th first break. Well, that can be a, can, you know, yeah, 100th first break. They could do a <laughs> quick little tinkle, you know. Uh, you're so funny. <laughs> but I do need to ask you something. Do you remember this? Prepared to listen. We've started dishing. To introduce you to the furry fandom. We're happy you listen, although we're random. To immerse you in information and culture. Beaming straight to your ears, it's almost like torture. Rue. Tugs. For what it's worth streaming to you with all of its might. Turn it up now and buckle up tight. Yeah, that's nice. Now stop screwing around and get going already. We have a show to do. <laughs> yes, Tugs, I remember that. It was awesome. It was the most epic moment, I think, for me. Uh, probably in the whole um, series of 100 episodes, that's probably one of my favorite moments. Really? Because I feel like a big dork every time I think about it. I don't know <laughs> if I would do that now. I feel so fucking awkward every time I hear that. Really good. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> I loved it. No, you know why? It's because I'm trying to channel James 
And I'm like, I'm nowhere near that fabulous. Like, you know how he's lispy and fabulous? I'm like, I'm nowhere near that. <laughs> uh, and so I, I just can't do it. I think Koru hit it pretty. Yeah, you nailed it. <laughs> he's just like, I'm going to enjoy uh, so, yeah, like we said earlier, we are enjoying a few drinks to celebrate our, our moment. We're glad you've joined us tonight. Corey's over here um, dipping his fingers in the whiskey and sucking on his fingers. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's called stirring classic. an ice cube, you dork. <laughs> so as you may have heard, uh, we've had our guests from most of our previous episodes. Every episode that we've done has representation here tonight. Uh, and... Uh, while we didn't get every single guest, because some of our guests obviously had multiple, or some of our episodes had multiple guests, um, every episode is represented, but um, some of them called in. And that means that it's time to bring back something that you might remember from the past. How Google transcribed it. They left us voicemails. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> we need to know how Google transcribed these voicemails. So here's one of them. Are you ready for this? Yeah, go ahead. Hey, this is Keith. I was in that ode about getting into character. Just wanted to wish Brew and Tug a happy 100 at PA. Sode. Just remember, life is an adventure and do all those listings out there to have member. To listen in every week <laughs> and every time that they really snuff. So have fun and enjoy the life because it's an adventure. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> we want one more. So go ahead. <clears throat> hey, Rue. Hey, Doug. <laughs> it's cause. <laughs> I was in way back in season two. If it's 14 for a romance. I just want to congratulate you guys on getting tier 100. I think that's so. I think you guys are doing is great. I think it's great for the community, and I hope you guys can last another really long as you guys can stay. <laughs> I think it's good for the community. I don't have anything to worry. This is a try to think of something, unfortunately. Can't think of anything to roast you guys on, so good luck and have a good one. <laughs> That last sentence actually sounded like it made sense. Oh, Google, we love you. You want one more? <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> You're just like, read all of them. Yeah. This is great. Hey, Ruin, tagged it. <laughs> <laughs> skip, skip, skip. Hashtag, hashtag tugs. <laughs> just wanted to drop by and congratulate you guys on your 100 after seven, as you may know. <laughs> after seven. I must take her for a gerbil. <laughs> Sunny, ton. So I repeat for you guys today, Peru. Peru? <laughs> Kuru? No, Peru. I know, but like the country. I, I know, but was it supposed to be Kuru? I don't know. What kind of cookie makes you rich fortune cookie? <laughs> I know, kind of lame. I like what I do, and for Todd. <laughs> this is one that might make him up with all kind of fried do baby. Or as like crinkle tats, anyways. <laughs> you're you're making tats? this up. You're making crinkle this up. Tats. I'm not. I love being a part of your show for the McRib combined caca special. <laughs> that, was, <laughs> Rude. that was always fun. One and a good part of Good Morning Roman is on. And the more recent reach. 
hell ever thought that was under <laughs> Beyond as well. Thanks for being great friends, you guys. Have a good one, and good luck on your 100 after so dude. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I wish people called us more. Yes! People do need to call us more, but I think that people are Please, afraid that we're- Please, dear God, call us more. We're going to do this to them. This isn't them. No, this is Google. This I is know. Google. So, <clears throat> if you want to call us in and leave a voicemail, what is that number? 469-44-FURRY. 469-44-FURRY. Call now. We are actually going to play the voicemails, right? Well, those are actually transcriptions of our guests that have called in, and you'll hear them during the episode. So you'll hear what they actually said, but this is what Google thought they No one actually said McRib a cock special, but... <laughs> or, or, hey, that would be a really good sandwich. Or brew and tag it. Yeah, brew and tag it. Like, never heard of that. That, that, was, that was my co-host before here. Yeah, so... so <laughs> Yeah, but we haven't done that since season two, and I thought it'd be fun. So there you go. Doug. So, do you remember when Space News came about? Yes, I do. Once upon a time, there was a podcast called Fuzzy Logic. It's dead. They gave us their audience. We like their audience. They're now one of us. Right. So instead of seven listeners, we now have... Seven listeners. Yeah, it's still seven listeners. We have seven and seven. And so... So are you saying that they didn't have any listeners? No, I'm <laughs> saying that I, I'm drinking. And Smokey, who was on that show, decided that he missed the microphone. And he decided to do Space News because it's an interest of his. And it has been with us ever since March 16th, last year. He's He's been around for a good while. And I actually rather enjoy Space News. He's been very good about providing that to us. There's space news in this episode, even. So, yeah, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, it's it's definitely one of the things that me and Tugs talked about is adding interstitials. I can't speak right now, but yes. Um, interstitial? Is that like a thing inside of Stitch? Interstitials? Sure. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> it's like the lightning bolt inside of Bolt. That's not inside him. I don't know. I don't know. On, on him. Let's continue celebrating. But before we do, yes, Smokey, thank you so much for doing Space News. It's actually, it makes us sound educated and classy, and we need that. So, Tugs, when was the first time that you heard of... You know, actually, I, I don't know if I've ever told you that story. I don't think so. So, I remember when you, I think it was before you launched, it was like that week... Um, and I was coming down to Provo Stan, where Dear Elder is, and <laughs> uh, it was at Village Inn, and I had just gotten my tattoo at the time. So people were like, oh my god, you have a bolt tattoo. Uh, and I didn't really know anyone. So I thought I was, that was like the coolest thing about you. <laughs> I think it's the coolest thing about me. Um, and that sounded really conceited, but it's not really how it was intended. Well, at, at the time, you know. Yeah. It's of course, totally things have been the, evolved yeah. about you. <laughs> yeah, now he knows who I really am. And uh, no, anyway, so we were we went and did something. or Anyways, we wound up in the parking lot in the circle. And it was you, Thay, and Alan. And you were wearing your, your gray shirt, and it had the Nintendo Racetrack logo in black on it. I remember this very clearly. And you were all, we're starting the show, so it's called For What It's Worth. And if you could listen, that'd be really cool because we want local support. And I could just tell immediately everyone in that parking lot was like, 
yeah, no, we're not going to listen. <laughs> and I felt really bad. But I was like, that's cool. At least they're trying something. Like, that's cool, you know? Um, and then, I, you know, I, I knew you. So, like, you were working on it and stuff. But I remember hearing about it. I was like, hmm, I hope that goes well. Little did I know that I was going to wind up hosting it with you at some point. I thought, eh, it'd be cool to do something like that one day. But it, I was like, no, not for me. I've, I've got too many other things that are not going to allow me to do that. Uh, but it was just interesting. I was like, yeah, I'm never going to do that. And then... So, Tugs, I, I have a question for you. How how do you feel that um, working on the show and, you know, doing... You've done these episodes for, for quite some time now. How do you feel, like, that it's helped you? Has it helped you in any way, or...? Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, there's there's been stuff. Like, I love that when we're at the end of an episode and every one of us goes, I learned something, you know? Like, where we, make, where we actually make a point of saying that. I mean, I think I've learned something every episode. There's something I've always picked up that I didn't know, which I've always enjoyed. Uh, but there's been really, really powerful ones. Like, uh, a lot of ones where we talk to, like, the ladies and we're like, tell us more about your perspective. Because I know that you're scared of women, Rue. Like, a woman takes her pants off what? and you're like, whoa! <laughs> it's no. the man on the boat starts waving. Excuse me, sir. I am by. <laughs> uh, 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 no. Aww. Aww. There's no tail bursting out of pants with ladies. Ooh. <laughs> it could. Female furries have tails too. As no, far they as... don't. They're circumcised. <gasps> uh, and so, what? They're all minks and Dobermans. <laughs> yes. You just. You just offended four of our listeners just to no 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 they not manx. manx that's what i was thinking of those tailless cats manx that's yeah that's what i thought I was... yeah mink i'm like minerva mink had a tail uh oh my god minerva mink. no 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 what i was saying is the... the first female fapping furry that was out there uh no the the way like we've learned about women uh when we when we've talked to people who have um, various things I know I mean there's still stuff I even picked up when we did our transgender furry episode stuff like that uh, it's been fun talking to voice actors has been fun like learning their routine and stuff um, we've been I, able to meet some pretty amazing people yeah and it's just fun to just learn how they do what they do and why they do what they do and it's fun because then you can relate to people more and kind of like understand them better which always makes for I think a much better conversation so, uh, I mean, I benefited in a lot of interesting ways, but it, ultimately, it's just been a lot of fun, you know? After every episode, I just have this high, like this, I don't know how to explain it. It's just this big, huge high. Well, put the bong away. What? No. Oh, wait, no, no you're way too scared of weed for that joke. Oh, shut up. Ah, <laughs> uh, tugs. Yes. 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 Uh, no. What about you, though? What have, what have you enjoyed the most? You know, I think for me, um, is along the lines of what you've said, is just being able to see other people's perspective. You know, there's, you know, people, there, there's some people that I feel that are extremely closed-minded, and they feel like that there's just one answer to things, and that there's only one way to skin a cat. Unfortunately, that's not true. You shouldn't be skinning any cats in this there's, fandom. There's multiple, multiple ways in which you can, you can live your life. You can look at things from, from different perspectives. And I, I think that it's important to explore those things, to learn more to, so then that way you're able to be more accepting or to be able to understand people a little bit more. So I think that, you know, 
talking to people and communicating with them is is extremely powerful to to you as a as a human being or a furry to to be able to um socially ah i'm going off the rails here but um it's yeah. important for you to relate to people right yeah i gotcha i gotcha Hello, this is Leo the Artist. I'm the fur dying tiger from Idaho, and I wanted to wish, for what it's worth, a very happy 100 episodes. I would say something funny, but I don't have the joke on me on hand. Sorry, I'm a killjoy tonight. Hello, this is Ido. I did the show's logo the past uh, two uh, logos. I guess a few words to say is floof, earth, and stuff. So, happy 100 episode. Gage, what are you doing? No, I'm not going to say it again. <laughs> For the recording. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, can, uh, this is Sid Stoat. Um, <laughs> that was J.H. Wolf taking a dump. He just Here heard. <laughs> Congratulations on 100 episodes. I'm glad that we could share this moment. Um, yeah, thanks. Hey guys, this is Morris Stegosaurus. Rawr! Congrats on reaching your 100th episode. In observance of this momentous occasion, I have for you a short poem. A full bladder is nature's alarm clock, and diapers are the snooze button. This is Kia Foxtrot. I want to congratulate you guys on your 100th episode, and you still are terrible, and I hate you so much. And I am not one of your seven listeners. It's Gina Hyena, something cheeky, and happy 100th. Hey, this is Amy. And this is Steve. Hey, Steve, did you know that a day on Venus is longer than a year on Venus? What the fuck? I thought we were done with all this Venus shit. Congratulations on on your your 100th 100th episode episode. for what it's worth. Fucking Venus. Happy 100th episode from Cheetah Penis. Hi, guys. This is Feli up in Montreal. And I want to thank you for having let me be a part of your show in your wonderful, spectacular 100 episodes. Man, I got a little bit of catching up to do. I've been off for a few weeks, but I'm definitely going to be taking a listen. So thanks again for letting me on your show for a second time. Who knows? There might be a third. Hey, for what it's worth, this is Nice, the singing dog. Happy 100th episode. You know, there are only so many things you can do 100 times before you're either sent to a hospital or sent to jail. But luckily, you're here to say congratulations and happy 100th. Hi guys, this is Kira the Fox, and I just wanted to congratulate you guys on getting to episode 100. That is amazing. Not many podcasts get to that milestone, so you guys are just up there with a lot of the better podcasts. Uh, (laughs) But that goes without saying. Um, I have been very happy to be listening to you guys for... For all these episodes, um, I know I haven't been here since the beginning, but I listened from all the way from the beginning, so that should count. <laughs> Anywhere, I think that um, you guys deserve all the awards, and I hope you guys get all the recognition you deserve. And here's to another 100 episodes. Congratulations, guys. You deserve it. Aha, hello dear friends, this is Jim Short, comedian, foreigner, and co-host of the Monsters of Talk podcast, 
And speaking of fine internet digital content, I want to wish a happy and celebratory 100 episodes to my friends over there at the Fur What It's Worth podcast. 100 episodes. That's amazing. But just think, in dog podcasts, that's like 700 episodes. So that's, that's even more fantastical. So congratulations to all my friends over there. And here's to hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and more hundreds and hundreds of fantastic episodes to come. Cheers. Hello, this is Ranjay Patel calling in. I am currently on the road doing my show, Mr. Ranjay's Neighborhood, all over the world. Currently, we are in Brazil. Just a moment. Um, I need to talk to my servant. Hey, Susan, Susan, could you please close the door? No, close the door, Susan. Okay, there we go. Anyway, sorry about that interruption. He was trying to come in while I'm recording this thing for you. Um, things have been going very well on the Mr. Ranji's Neighborhood Show. But again, we are on the road, so I am not able to give this message to you in person. So I just wish to call up and wish you very much a happy 100th birthday episode thing. I hope you keep having fun and all your listeners keep listening and enjoying this show. I have to get back out there now before the children start to riot. I will talk to you later. Cheers. This is a telegram recording for, for what it's worth 100th episode. Say something to the folks at home. What, what podcast is this again? I've never actually listened to a podcast ever before in my life. For what it's worth. Yeah, for what it's worth. I understand. But, you know, like, what are we... Why do you have this iPhone in my muzzle? I don't quite understand. Dude, we went over this in the last episode do of For What It's worth this is the hundredth episode do you understand that they only gave me liquor once never once paid for booze well we kind of brought the liquor ourselves that's a good point actually and that was episode 99 but this is 100 it's really important is it now is it now yes so like once you hit an arbitrary number then like once you hit a certain number of hit points then some, some some sort of furry thing gets unlocked. I think that's a completely different thing. Okay. But We're talking about for what it's worth. Yes, yes, yes. But for what it's worth, does it really even matter when you hit this arbitrary number? I mean, does some glorious, like, super being come down from Xenu and then grant you your own super castle or something like that? I don't quite understand. Well, as long as the cups are not red, maybe. What do red cups have to do with any of this? I'm so confused. That's not what this does. That's not what any of this works. I don't understand. Anyway, for what it's worth, 100 episodes. Congratulations. Nice job for an arbitrary number. Goodbye. I can't believe you got to 100 episodes. Or even 100 words. You're both nuts. I say that as constructive criticism, and I hope you will take it in that way. Tom, I'm reporting to you live from location at Wisconsin, Texas, where they won't allow me within the city limits because there are no city limits, because there's no place. This is Markaroo, and for some reason, for what it's worth, has 100 episodes. Oh my God. Hello, this is Lochu from the Dominican Republic here from the bathroom of the headquarters of Rainforest 2015. Remember kids, don't draw this much or you'll end up sounding like me. Happy 100th episode for what it's worth. Hi, this is KP from the Fun Day Paw Pet Show. 
And I want to congratulate the cast for what it's worth on their 100th episode. Oh, and I thought I'd let everybody in on a little secret. Tugs is doing this entire show naked. I guess we should all be glad that for what it's worth is a podcast and not a video channel on YouTube, right? And little did KP know that we broadcast in 4K. We are the first podcast in 4K. Right? Yeah. Put your pants on. Oh. oh. Stop being a fox. No. I had to rub one out. <laughs> like a fox. <laughs> like Is that the furry version of like a boss? It's always been like a fox. Like a boss came from like a fox. Sorry. Like a fox has been a phrase for... You guys, I'm trying to make a cream pie here, and I need some more ingredients, so... <laughs> I have a top 10. <laughs> so here is the top 10. We haven't done this since season two as well. Top 10 list of things you don't give a top 10 to. Please react. Number 10. A list of people you've slept with. It's a short <laughs> list. <laughs> Number nine. Ways you'll destroy your internet service provider while you're on the internet. Or activate a lot of watches. Number eight, shoes. shoes. Number seven. Oh my god. Black Friday deals. Number six, your show guests. Yay. Number five, your show co-hosts or their ages. Yay. <laughs> Number four, ketchups. Number three, pizza. Your supporting cast in order of favorites. Number two. Anything on Fur Affinity. It might not be there. And the number one thing you don't make a list of top ten things about. Ways to sabotage a convention hotel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Is it, uh, is it? It's a good thing that most hotels supply the towels already in the pool area. Yeah, as long as you don't bring your own weed to the Headless Lounge, you're pretty good. <laughs> that was good stuff. So I see that we have a message here from Frederick Miller. Right. So Frederick Miller uh, is the composer of Cloudfields. Cloudfields is a piece of music that you probably are like, what the hell is Cloudfields? What is Cloudfields? <laughs> Cloudfields happens to be the intro to our show. Right. And if you've forgotten what it sounds like, I conveniently happen to have it right here. Okay, you get the idea. <laughs> You've heard it for 70-something episodes. He uh, is from a foreign land known as Sweden. They make fish and furniture. And he was rather shy about actually recording something. So I begged and begged, and he actually wrote something for us to read on the episode. Because I felt it was important that he be here for our milestone. So here's what he had to say. He said, hi, everyone. This is Frederick, and I want to give a shout out to all of you who have supported my work and this podcast. It's an honor to have my music played by them, and I wish them another 100 episodes to come. Happy holidays. Ah, thank you for sending that in. Mm -hmm. So because we have used his music for so long, if you want to check him out, we have a link. It's always been there on forwhatitsworth.com. Uh, yes, please go download his stuff. Yeah, he actually also does the music for Space News. Really? Yeah. 
that's cool. Yeah. And if you, no one's figured it out by now, the, the music we use when we end every episode, the slow kind of music, is also Cloudfields. He did a slow version of it. So it's all the same song. You know what's funny about that song is actually um, when I heard that, I was like, I'm going to do a show one day with that music. Like, I didn't even know I was going to be hosting this with you. And I was like, I'm going to use that one day for a show because it, because it's cool because you have like this really energetic start piece and you have this really cool like okay we're done we've spent ourselves and look we used it yeah i mean i i think that you were just prepared for this you know i i, <laughs> I had been dabbling with stuff but i wasn't like aiming for this i promise i see i see you saw the show and you you saw the show and you were just like that's going to be mine one day. <laughs> yeah, let me tell you my conquests. I had concubines more than I probably had conquests. You did a video game podcast for how many years? I did a little bit, but or it not never podcast, really but was it, as it was serious a, as this. It was a blog. It was a blog. Yeah. It was a blob. I don't know how to segue into this, so I'm just going to throw it out there. Here we go. So, at the very beginning of the show, um, when we started this, I had L and I had Faye. And people still email L and Thay. Yeah, people do still email um, L and Thay, and they ask like, "What's going on with them? What's up?" And you know, what have they been doing? And um, you know, how can I contact them? Different things like that. Well, we have something really special for you guys. We reached out to L and Thay, and they have recorded a piece for um, for you guys. It's been so long. When I was approached to record this, I didn't know what I was going to say. Sure, I can tell you that I have a new job and I have my college diploma, but those things are a given. So I think what I'm going to talk about are some of the most notable things that happened these past three to four years. Um, so when you last left me, or last heard me, rather, uh, I had gotten into a new relationship. I also was dealing with all the things you get when you're in a new relationship. Drama, spice, everything nice, uh, a little action on the side butterflies in the tummy, you know, the normal stuff. And, uh, you know, that was going on for a little while. Um, after a year, I got engaged. And uh, that's when family drama started happening, especially during the time of about planning the wedding. Um, but before we really got into much of that, um, it was senior project time. And this is one of my, I, I guess, one of my proudest moments in school. So when I started senior projects, I was uh, talking to with my animation professor. And uh, in the middle of class, he was dissing on uh, web development students. That's what I majored in. And he said that uh, most of them couldn't bring out a good product, that all of the stuff that they do sucks and isn't imaginative. Um, 
when he said that, it half offended me, but also brought my competitive side out. So I, I looked him dead in the eye and said, you're going to eat those words. So when Senior Projects ended, by the way, I was the lead developer. Um, so I was in charge of everything. So I under, uh, oversaw two other developers. Um, I put together the paperwork and, and you know, I, I made sure that the, the project was actually finished and uh, functioned smoothly. Um, when the project was actually done and we had been voted as one of the top projects of our graduating class, um, it was just exciting. Um, especially when we got to present at the senior showcase in front of 100, 200 people um, with industry leaders there. Uh, it was just amazing, an amazing experience. The best part is the next day after the senior showcase, going into his classroom, looking at him and doing the chest bump, where I, you know, I took two, two fists, pounded them on my chest, brought out my hands like, come at me, bruh. The look on his face was priceless. Um, but after that, um, around around the award ceremony um, and around graduation, um, I was having trouble with my relationship, and uh, we had gotten married, and we had gotten divorced, um, or at least. We're on our way, too. It was heartbreaking, but... Again, looking back, I was still an idiot teenager. So I... Didn't know much about the world. And I still probably don't know much about the world. After that, I moved into a small one-bedroom apartment to downsize and save some money and worked I was finishing up school and I brought in uh, got a, a second job um, working as a tech support agent for, for a large corporation when um, after I graduated there was an opportunity at that uh, the place the where I worked for as, as a support agent to get into mobile app development. They wanted to create a new service for that. And so I jumped on the ship. That interview was one of the craziest things in the world. I I was talking to one of the ex-CEOs. Now this guy wasn't like a CEO generations ago. Like he was just barely an ex-CEO. Um, so he still had a lot of power within the company. Um, and this, like I said, this is a very large company. And, and speaking with someone of that stature and, and that energy was definitely intimidating. Um, but he also, he didn't really let me speak. He kind of just looked at my portfolio, looked at me, looked at my resume, looked at me and said, all right, I'm going to give you a shot. Um, so yeah, so I was hired to put together that service. I decided on the pricing. I um, decided, wrote the terms of service, decided on what we were going to offer um, and everything. It was a great experience of not only 
working in developing these things, but also managing the service and kind of like the legal and marketing other marketing aspects. Unfortunately, because of certain circumstances, the service was axed after uh, the CEO guy that I was working closely with uh, left the company. And I was kind of left in limbo in my department. The next part that I did, since I wasn't doing mobile app development, was I was doing website security. Um, what I would do is I would go through all these websites that were infected with malware and clean them up and uh, make sure that they were all good, that they weren't going to give you uh, a computer a virus and stuff like that. Um, it was easy work. Anyone who's a developer um, could probably do it, but it just was boring and tedious. I feel sorry for the security experts. After that, I was officially introduced into the web design team, and uh, that's what I'm doing now. I'm building websites for people, which is pretty cool. It's a good paying job, um, and yeah, I couldn't be happier. I'm looking into a new apartment from my two-bedroom that I'm living with uh, with with my cousin right now. Uh, we're looking into a new apartment that's fantastic. Um, you know, just being able to see my life improve and look back even a year ago and seeing how my life changed because of how hard I've been working on just not only living but becoming successful is amazing to see all the progress um, and it really makes the adage all tr ring true at least for me if you if you work hard you can make it happen I came from a very very poor family my mom was making pennies raising three children and I had to pay for college myself and now look at where I'm at it and what I'm doing when I look at where I'm at and what I'm doing it's such an amazement it amazes me so I guess if I am to leave you with anything is work hard and don't give up don't ever stop working hard because if you don't stop well you're gonna improve and you're gonna get into a place where you can look back years from now and say wow how did I do what I've done already and uh, I guess the, the best thing that you can do is live you know live your life and work hard in a way so five years from now you can be proud of what you've accomplished um, also have some fun you know drink some alcohol party on the side you know, but just don't let it interfere with anything else. But, uh, that's it for me. Um, if you want to keep in touch, I mean, I haven't had much time for the very hobbiness thing with the whole working hard on the career and college thing. Um, I have some cool things planned. But first, I have a lot of other things to do. 
before I can get working on anything involving the furry fandom in terms of introducing, you know, stuff. So uh, the best place to contact me would probably be my Twitter. It's just Elias Leopard. Um, yeah, that's pretty much the only standard place. Um, I'm planning on buying the domain EliasLeopard.com if it isn't already taken. But we'll see. Signing off. Alright, so a lot of you who listen have listened or will listen to the show have long started with episode zero which is not featuring me whatsoever in fact i was not even a nascent sperm in my father's left eyeball at that point and there was a different host at that time and that host was they and because this is episode 100 and because of jack daniels and his friends we wanted to go back and chat with they for just one moment and just ask her how she's doing, because a lot of you keep writing the show for some reason and asking how she's doing. So before I ask her how she's doing, here's some pro tip. Listen to episode zero, download the archive, and then go listen to something after episode two, or episode two, season two, because it'll explain a lot. But because a lot of you listen to episode zero and then email us, you wonder what happened to Thay. So I have Thay. I found Thay. Can you believe I found Thay? Can you believe I found you, Thay? Not really. <laughs> I know, right? Not really. <laughs> so, Thay, you've been gone for a long time. And four a lot years? of. Four years. Four years. Four seasons. <laughs> you were on six episodes, right? Something like that, yeah. But you're one of the original hosts, and people want to know how you're doing. So, how are you doing in general? Has life been good to you? Well, I guess. Um, yeah. Good. Yeah, a lot good. has changed. A lot has. And lots of cons and lots of I see a lot of you at cons a lot of you ask me how I'm doing at cons and I'm just like oh well it's been about four years since I've done that because a lot of but people I, because a lot of people find you because of episode because zero because of episode zero right and episode zero is well it's like it's like dinosaurs in the Jurassic era <laughs> right I'm right. just like wow that was that that was a long time ago well and and the real secret is <clears throat> excuse me that uh the show was really rebooted. It's not the same show that you started. It's only the same in name, but but it does have its origin, and I respect the history. So it's episode 100, so we wanted to make sure we got you on. So is there anything you want to tell people, like that you're alive? I, I am alive, believe it or not. <laughs> do you want people to buy your art? That would be amazing. So if someone wants to buy your art, where do they go to buy your art? Um, whatever the fur affinity link slash they rest back. So furaffinity.net slash users slash they rust back. How do you know that? How do you know that and I not know that? Because I think you've had one more drink than I. Now, here's... <laughs> convention. How have you not? You're supposed to have more. Because I'm on duty for another I 10 minutes. I think the last episode I might have been on... No, the first episode I'm pretty sure I was fairly intoxicated. Nice! I think, because I believe, actually, that was my 21st birthday. Really? I think so, yeah. And really? we're just like We kind of pushed it along because we're just like, well, we could... We could record this episode when we're actually ready to, but it's my birthday. I want to drink, and we're going to do this drunk. And we ended up doing it drunk on my 21st birthday, and now four years and about a month later, Would here you, we are again. I've never recorded an episode with more than one shot on me, ever. Would you like some more? 
Uh, well, this is the most I probably record. I have one. You brought me one. We're good. We're good. Um, we're good. I'll still shake it at you. So, so make, make sure we hear that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to get too close to the equipment <laughs> because you know, four years gone and then I ruined the, the recorder. Well, but... speaking of four years, so it's been four years since you've really been on effectively. But the thing is, so for Affinity might not be a thing in four years. So do you have another place that people can buy art from you in so case for Affinity? Um, yes or no. I'm really bad at updating all my galleries because I actually, believe it or not, have a day job now. I'm out of school. Nice. Um, I was doing art for three years and then I ended up getting a day job believe it or not so this um, is the, the day the, excuse me the day job since you left the show mm-hmm. okay cool emails for the company online retailer do you, do you have like a domain or anything like theyrespect.com yes and no schmung schmung <laughs> is yes and no by the way <laughs> oh okay that's yes. good no yes um yes because i do have the domain no because i have not done a thing with it all right, all right. So it exists. So what you're saying is you'll put a pointer on for affinity if you leave, if it goes yeah. tits up. And I, I have a, so I'm pretty much, I'm Thay Rusback everywhere. Okay, so Google um, Thay Rusback. And you'll find me. I have a Facebook page. I have for affinity. I have so furry weasel. I almost never touch weasel or deviant art, but I haven't touched so furry months. But for affinity is kind of the place. Twitter. Twitter's a good place. Oh, okay. So, so you tweet. A tweet. Is, do you have an open tweet or is it a locked tweet? Open. Okay. They rust is open. Okay. So, go ahead and tweet me or email. Email's always good. They rust back at gmail.com. They okay. rust back everywhere. So. Okay. Okay. Anything? Is there anything you want to tell anyone who's listening that might wonder what happened to they or anything you just want to tell people in general? So I'm alive. I think we've established. Yes. That. Yes. <laughs> I'm not talking. talking to a ghost, and I don't have a girl's voice or a lady's voice. Excuse me, a lady's voice. Right, that's. Very true. No, that's I, up up for debate. But well, that's, no, that's that's someone else. Yes, it is. <laughs> I actually um, I started doing phone shifts at work, and I often get called sir. So I guess really? I have the opposite problem. <laughs> nice. Um, and I didn't realize that because I always hear my voice and I sound really mousy. So whatever. Um, and I get called sir very regularly. I guess I'm more solemn when I talk on the phones because people are usually yelling at me. But um, I'm alive. Um, I think about you guys every month. Fairly, every month. I don't know. <laughs> Whenever I'm angry. But, oh my god. <laughs> um, I do think about you guys. Uh, I miss you. I miss talking to you. And when I, I hear you guys at conventions, I feel a little bit bad that I'm not still talking to you and reading your emails. I miss reading your emails, even though it's I only did, what, six episode, episodes? Oh, there's the slur trying to kick in there. Um, I guess it's, I'm doing well. I'm happy. You can contact me anytime you want. I'm more than glad to answer questions, but cool. I'm happy. I hope you're happy. Cool. Uh, well, thanks for coming on for a hundred. Yeah. Appreciate it. Oh, it means a lot. I'm, I'm sure the fans or I'm listeners really, will I'm appreciate really it. happy that you guys have gotten to a hundred. <laughs> I can't believe you know. we've gotten to a hundred. <laughs> we started, I think it was a village inn that we started. We we're just like, we should do a podcast. I've been to that village inn. That, that one? Yeah. I went to that one, yeah. And we, we talked about it a couple times at like 1 a.m. I think you're nuts. <laughs> Why did I get involved in your madness? <laughs> because it was 1 a.m. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you don't really have your best ideas at 1 <laughs> I know it's 1 a.m. right now. That's the best oh, it part. Is. It is. Uh, that clock's a little fast. I know. So, you know, it village in four years ago. Um, 
about September 16th was the first episode, actually. So it's I'm proud to see that it's gone come this far. It's still going with or without me, and I'm I'm glad to see it. I'm glad to see you guys enjoy it, and I don't know. I'm happy. I'm happy to see it this far, and I hope it has many many episodes to come. So cool. Enjoy for what it's worth for for many years. Here's to you guys. It's great to hear from both of them. I know they haven't been on in years, but this is why we pull out all the stops. Yep. Because we we want to celebrate everything about the show, including its history. It's it's always kind of weird for me, but you know I'm cool. I'm cool with celebrating. The well, history. Can I can I ask why is it weird for you? Um, I just I wasn't there at the beginning, so it's always you know it's kind of like taking over someone else's project in a way. You don't always get it right away. Well, you know, Tugs, this for what it's worth is kind of became yours in some way or form. Yeah, or ours. Hey, for what it's worth, it's Jenica. I hear it's your hundredth. Let's get this party started. We're at Provo. That's what I keep forgetting well, about that. No, we're not near Provo, Stan. They're, uh, the, uh, the Dear Elder? That's where we found out about Dear Elder. What? That was in Provo. Yeah, that was in Provo. Dear Elder. Yeah, they have billboards. It's the billboard to, for Dear Elder. It's a Dear website Elder. where yeah, you can send is. a care package to elders. Yep. Dear Elder, <laughs> are you lonely in your mission? Do you need companionship? For only nineteen ninety-five and a major credit card, you too can have all the love that your god requires of you. Sponsored by Bad Dragon. If men are from Mars, what planet are women from? Venus. Yeah! <laughs> Steve, question two. What do scientists consider the holy grail of Mars? Uh, life on Mars? Liquid water. That would lead to life, that's what I <laughs> Amy. Yes. This planet shares the same name as a popular wide, um, let's see, popular wide head women's shaver by the Gillette Company. This planet uh, shares the same name as a popular shaver from Gillette. It's not Venus again, is it? (laughs) Steve, question three. (laughs) Aside from sunlight, what else is the surface of Mars bathed in when the sun rises? I'm going to get this wrong, aren't I? I don't know how much do you know about Mars. Uh, solar radiation. Hey. There's no ozone layer. Wow. There's job. lethal radiation. Yep. Amy. Yes. What was the answer to the last question? Yes, Venus. <laughs> Steve, question four. <laughs> how many years away is the collision of the moon Phobos with Mars? Uh, sixty-four thousand. 50 million years. I was close. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> I really cool. like this game. One thing about coming out to a convention on the East Coast. That's not the East Coast. Minnesota is not the East Coast. Oh. That's it's, the Midwest. It's Midwest. But it's still expensive. Okay, Midwest. Um, well, it's expensive. Bruce Geography, the coast of Minnesota. Take your family for a nice scenic drive <laughs> and relax coast. with brats on the beach on the east coast of Minnesota. Thanks, 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 thanks. Interesting. Any other thoughts on the gender differences in bullying? 
that's say something profound. Uh, this is this is profound. Listen to the sweet sound of this seagull and some ocean noise. Here you go. You have mold that's growing in your head. Any whore. Any whore. So some other some things that I've been up to is me and my lovely. Um, second is currently moving. Yay! Second, second, second. My boyfriend. You call him your second? Whatever. Wow. What? Oh, shut wow. up. My second. You know, my other half. Ah, shut second up. Second is underling. That's not what I meant. <laughs> Can we kill this music? No, it's beautiful. Continue. <laughs> so the term 420 is often said to have um, originated from. Los Angeles Police Code or or Colorado 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 It's the trendy part of Denver Colorado Colorado Well it's it's a mix of Colorado and California Colorado <laughs> Are you drinking a beer no, this is um, this is it's health apple water. Juice. Health apple water. Juice. Got it. I'm doing a cleanse, and so <laughs> <laughs> this is my my special concoction that I have to drink every day. Uh, Pruno. Health water. <laughs> yes. So the game. The game. The game. We've done the game for so many episodes. There's been so many questions, so many points awarded, so many imaginary points awarded. So many scoreboards I never maintained. And tons of buzzards. <laughs> buzzards. Were... Buzzards. No, buzzards. <laughs> this, <laughs> this is a buzzer. Not a buzzard. <laughs> I love you so much. Um... Yeah, we've done that. You know where the game came from was, so when we were talking about redoing the show format, um, I basically took the best parts of the things that I was listening to and said, I'm going to borrow these things and kind of put a twist on them. So the thing that the game is based on is from the game That's Not My Job from Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. Um, where we ask people things they know nothing about, except, <laughs> you know, wait, wait, don't tell me does it. there's a some kind of a connection our connections are even less <laughs> likely to actually happen except for the one time geo got it right oh really yeah and uh yeah so the game is just it's our way of you know because the thing is is also sometimes we get really heavy we do we, we we talk about bullying we talk about very emotional topics and then we can all kick back and we have a good time and everyone Everyone yeah. has a good time. And, and we also discover that uh, Rue goes to Wisconsin, Texas all the time and the, the east coast of Minnesota and wherever the hell else you're, we've yet to discover Christopher Columbus McFox because <laughs> I don't know where you're going half the time on the in the globe. Do well, you, do you have, did you learn geography in school? Yes, I did. What school did you go to? <laughs> did you watch Animaniacs as a kid? Yeah, I did. Well, not the same one I watched. <laughs> Well, it's very rare that you play the game, but you did. Do you remember that? I do. It was the best game ever. I know. And you know what the best part about that game was? You missed your favorite part. Here it is. Since this is the food episode, 
So what we're going to do is play a game. I'm going to hand you one of these cookies at a time, and you're going to have to eat it and guess what cookie it is. Are you serious? Some cookies you'll have to give me the full brand name of. Some cookies you'll just have to say what type of cookie it is. <laughs> T is going to be keeping score. Oh, no. Are you serious? Very. I'm not going to do good at this. You're the cookie hey. fox. Hey. I am. Hey. What? success because you tried so he's blindfolded he can't see what these cookies are and we're gonna give we're gonna start off with something easy so are you ready rue hold on i gotta open these do i get to use my five senses except my eyes you get to use your sense of taste can i use my sense of touch you can use your sense of taste touch it's a cookie goddammit. Eat it. You have to eat it. I know what it is. What is it? Okay, after he finishes. It's a wafer. Isn't that what they call them? Mm. It's good. What, what? You want one? No. Okay. <laughs> okay, so here is what Rue guessed correctly before. Here you go. So, these are strawberry sugar wafers. Are those Keebler? Uh, yeah. All right. Oh, you ready for you your next one? you want me to do the flavor, too? Um, on this one, you do have to do flavor. So, round two. Rue, are you ready? Okay. Okay. Eat. What do you think this is going to be? This well, isn't your real guess. What do you think with, it's going to be? Without eating it, I believe that this is a... This is a... <laughs> Sorry. Cookie. What? I know it's a cookie. <laughs> right. This this is a, a soft um, chips ahoy. That's your guess. Chewy. Okay, now bite it. What kind of cookie is it? Not brand name. Oh, he's going for a second bite. Mm, he has a smile on his face. Are you happy right now? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember what that second cookie was? I, it's Chips Ahoy. I don't remember. It was either a Fig Newton or Chips Ahoy. That was a long game. I remember that I missed the Tim Tams. You missed the Tim Tams, <sighs> but more importantly, you missed the oatmeal raisin cookie. <gasps> That's my favorite. I know, and you were so mad at yourself. I know. You, Corey, were you with me when I bought those, or was that T-Wolf? I, I was here for the episode. So the thing is, is, okay, so I needed to get 10 different kinds of cookies for that game. And I didn't want to go buy 10 full-size packages of cookies, right? So where do you buy small packages of cookies? Well, like novelty stores or import stores like Pyrados or uh, like Pier 1 or uh, World Trade Market. Okay, so normal people with mortal budgets don't buy small packages of cookies at Pier 1 Imports. No one, <laughs> no one shops at Pier 1 Imports. That I, I do. Know. Okay, you okay, must dude. be why they're still open. Okay, uh, in my apartment, my couch was from Pier 1, so fuck you. Oh, wow. It was a nice couch. <laughs> I'm not saying that Pier 1 stocks piles of crap. I'm saying Pier 1 just is overpriced. Oh, yeah. Um, no, you go to a convenience a convenience store like 7-Eleven. And that's where you went. Right, so I'm going, I go in, and it, I, I couldn't where I was at the time, because I had to go buy Tim Tams, which you had to go to World Market, Cost Plus, um, and there was no 7-Eleven close by because it was in the rich part of town because they don't go to 7-Eleven. And uh, there was only a shell, which had very limited selection, but I had enough. So I'm picking out these packages of cookies. 
And I go up to the counter and dump all these cookies on the counter. And she gives me this look. And I go, I'm not stoned. That's exactly what she was thinking, too. I'm like, I'm playing a game about guessing cookies. Like she goes, sure you are. And I go, just ring me up. Don't think about this. Like she was Oh, my t- God. Dude, that's totally a scene from Die Hard. Is it really? Yeah. We're uh, fucking Carl Winslow, whatever the black cop's name is. <laughs> oh, my God. His, no. name, his name is fucking Carl Winslow, no, not no, Carl Winslow. No. From Family Matters. Yes, I know I don't know the actor's about. name. Okay. Oh, so. Anyway, <laughs> he goes. <laughs> I, I don't know. Anyway, he goes into a Seven Eleven, and he, he, you know, he's a he's a big you know cop, and so he gets like a shit ton of Twinkies and like hostess things and throws them on the counter. He's like, they're for my wife, she's pregnant, and the guy behind the counter is like, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. Family Matters makes me think of Steve Urkel. Anyways, it's Jalil White. I know his name. He's Sonic. Yeah, he is Sonic. Oh, Sonic Dreams collection. So it looks like that we have an ident from Chew. No, we don't. We have a discussion about idents. Good guess, though. Okay. Well, I'm trying here. <laughs> no. So, yeah, idents were brought into the show. It's a fun way to to show that we don't actually make up the fact we have seven listeners. We actually have listeners. Like Kind of like how we say go comment on the show notes page because it makes people look like we go to the, like people are on our site. Um, it's the same thing. But it's also fun to hear people you know kind of on the show right like you get people like nice um we've had some really interesting idents like from from all over the place you know we've had the um we had a voice actor from a pinball machine (laughs) like the ringmaster yeah the ringmaster like from a pinball machine like that like we just find these random people and they're there and it's beautiful it's awesome Pat Cashman was cool too. Pat Cashman, the the announcer from Bill Nye the Science Guy. Oh yeah, that was awesome. And that's what actually in general one thing that our show I've always felt very strongly about is that it doesn't matter if you are Pat Cashman, Kathy Westluck, Margaret Cho, or you're JQ Furry, we're going to treat you the same. Yeah. I don't think it should matter. We've been very strong about that. Um, but, uh, we do have an ident and I, this was one among the very first, I don't know if it was the first, um, but I've talked about this before and he's going to kill me for playing it. Chu sent in an ident. Now here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing. Would you record audio digitally and not on tape because who uses tape? Um, besides, you know, ex- expensive, elaborate ancient studios. Um, you have to care about things like bit rate, you know, kilohertz. These are words that you often ignore because Windows and Mac figure it out for you. Um, apparently, Chu was using Linux or something where you have to do it yourself. Um, and so he recorded in one bit rate and sent it to me compressed in a different bit rate without having it adjust. So what ended up happening was this. Hello and welcome. This is Chu from the Dominican Republic and you're listening to Fort Wyatt's <laughs> That's totally perfect. That's totally his Raichu character. That's perfect. That is perfect. I told him I never play it on the air. Oh. But I decided it's not an episode, so we're going to play it on the air. That's cute as fuck. That's totally his Raichu character. That's awesome. You are F-bombing tonight, sir. Um, he has liquor in him. I know. Yeah. Um, I, I debated playing it, but I actually went through and slowed him back down to his normal voice, which is what you heard. Um, but... 
The lesson being, we love our idents and we will save you from yourself if you decide to ignore the warning about bitrate and kilohertz and sample rate is what it's usually called. Um, or you'll sound like this. Hello and welcome. <laughs> this is Filchu from the Dominican Republic and you're listening to For Why It's Wet. This is Haku Panther and you're listening to Dingo and the Baby on Utah's slightly most legal rock station. Scoodoo sent us not a little box not a medium box okay it's officially a medium box but it seems like a huge box it's a bowling ball it's a medium flat rate box it doesn't matter what it is but the thing is that inside as we had read in his email a few weeks ago from wisconsin actually was last wisconsin wisconsin texas Texas, there are snickerdoodles that scoodoo makes and apparently ginger snaps as i learned when i opened the box dude Cookie. I want a full one. The ginger snap. Holy crap. Yeah, right? Ginger snap. Better than grocery store ginger snap. These are homemade. Yeah. Yep. Wow. I can't imagine what they'd be like if they're hot, like fresh out of the oven. That'd be the best. These are amazing, though. Okay, so I definitely think this is a perfect mix. It's not too soft, like fall apart soft, because I hate yeah. that for me. Um, oh, hold on. we got to turn on the party lights. Could you send us a party light? Oh, cool. Party lights. It's like Woo! a disco in here now. I know. That's our food food review party light. This is fantastic. <laughs> You're living the high life, gentlemen. You, you don't should... know this, but I have this special love. Shark. 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 What comic is credited with starting the modern era of comics in the United States? The Yellow Kid. How the hell did you know that? <laughs> I, I had a book growing up that was like um, the history of modern day comics. I was like, he's never going to get this. <laughs> wait, wait. We're doing this thing? We're ending. Right Why? Now? Oh, are, are we doing anything else? Is there uh, anything else in housekeeping? Uh, hold, hold it. Hold it. <laughs> One second, please. We need our, we need our theme. <sighs> no! <laughs> this has been for what it's worth. This is rude. All right, now you can do it. <laughs> this is tugs. And this is a click. And this has been for, for what it's worth. worth. <laughs> oh, no, 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 but I don't know. Coming from you to my ears. Blah, 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 blah. I don't know. <laughs> Fucking this and let's get in your car. Ah. So, hey, tugs, what's up with Brenda? Seriously, what's up with Brenda? (laughs) Talking to different people, you kind of have to find out what they really want to see transformed. Some people love seeing, like, that tail burst out of the pants. Like, that's the thing that just gets them off and excites them like crazy. Uh, Other people, they really want to see the paw transformation and have, like, you know, they really want to see those hands shift. Um, other people, it's, you know, more about, uh, you know, the face going into a more muzzle and, and, and other, you know, and obviously there's the naughty bits, which everyone's excited about. Um, <laughs> you but I, I've yet to get any complaints. Um, so you're getting really excited. over He's like destroying his show notes page with the tail bursting out of pants. <laughs> It's hot. You know, it's no, hot. I, I've had multiple times where people contact me for about commissions, and they really focus very hard. They, I, like, they, I want an entire page devoted to just hell bursting out of pants. Like that's really, yeah. People really like that one. It's, it's a that that tail growth is is a huge part of it. And um, 
Brew, what are we doing next episode? Oh, well, we have a choice here. Yeah, tell them what our choice is. What are the choices? Limbago in Idaho. What the hell? Can you can you just try that again? Hold on, before you even try again, you you've earned this. Read that again. Did you say Limbago? Yeah, he did. We all have bad days. We all have bad weeks. But what if there was a place you could go and feel better for a few minutes? Your new local Tickles location has just the thing you need. Build your own personalized Tickle order based on your needs. Start with your choice of a single finger, double finger or whole hand. Then, using our state-of-the-art ordering system, choose where on your body to apply your treatment along with one of several intensities. Consider adding a situation, being tickled after you finish a sweet piece of chocolate, after a hug or reading a book. We have a wide variety to suit you. If your day is really going badly, opt for our Deluxe Pickle Tickle Package. We will literally pull a pickle out of a jar and tickle you with it. The best part? You can eat the pickle after. So check out your local Tickles location today and see how a quick tickle can turn your day around. Mention for what it's worth and get a 15% discount until the 3rd. What it's worth. Brought to you by For What It's Worth brand pants. When you need to cover your butt, think For What It's Worth. With the holidays coming up, you're going to need just that little extra room after you overeat. Our patented Elastiband keeps you comfortable while dressed in a socially acceptable manner. And for those of you who didn't escape Halloween without a nibble, we're prepared for any pants-bursting tail incidents. Don't worry, Rue. We've got you covered. For what it's worth, brand pants. Get into ours today. Now grab your for what it's worth decoder ring. Today's secret message is... 8, 1, 16, 16, 25, 20, 21, 18, 11, 5, 25, 4, 1, 25. Good luck. Have you not yet partaken in the joys of peace or casting aside of your burdens? The sanctified deities are waiting and eager to receive your prayers at the Church of St. Mattress. Services start on your schedule and can run as long as you need, making sure your stresses, trials, and tribulations are soothed and healed before the trials of life takes hold. Our holy scriptures include the sacred readings of St. Beautyrest, St. Seely, St. Simmons, and more. Services are also flexible and can go with you on the road. Readings from the book of St. Hydebed are easily found at any number of chapels. The Six, The Holiday, The Hill of Tun, or in your very own portable motor car ministry. Having difficulty starting your own worship session? We've partnered with our sister church, the Holy Order of St. Anyhore, whose members are also available to assist with starting your path to worship in most chapel locations, either for free, for a negotiated fee, or cab fare when special worship sessions are complete. 
The Church of St. Mattress strives to make worship as easy as possible. Late night drives present a ready opportunity to commune with the saints as our members desire to close their eyes and be unexpectedly lost in the spirit of St. Otto Bed, soar to new heights. Another continued innovation in worship, the strong drink, has also been scientifically linked to our members, displaying an increased desire to feel moved by the Spirit and worship immediately in the moment. As always, Church's St. Mattress services accommodate singles, couples, and large groups. Need translation? We've got you covered. We always offer Swedish services at select tempur meeting houses. Far Eastern-styled services based on readings from St. Futon and adjustable fusion services at our numbered sleep locations. Still waiting? Stop now and find your local Church of St. Mattress. Be it away from home, in partnership with our fellow congregations, or when you feel moved by the Spirit, we will always be here for you. Don't forget, we offer extended prayer services on weekends. Check out the warmth and blessings of the Church of St. Mattress. Welcome back to our celebration of memories and fun. This is, for what it's worth, 100th episode featuring whiskey. All right, so it's been all good and yay, all these amazing things and yay, happy-go-lucky, woo! Okay, what's the worst part? What is the worst part about hosting Tugs? What is it? You know, I don't... It's really hard to answer that because the thing is, is like the show gets stressful sometimes, but it's not like it's like stressful in the way that my work is stressful. In fact, Corey and I were talking about this last night because I don't get to really choose to have to have a paycheck. Like I have to go to work, uh, but I choose to do the show. And while the show stresses me out, in the end, it's worth it. Like it's always worth it because people show up, we laugh, we have a good time. In this case, we're drinking for the hundredth episode, um, and all the work we put into it hopefully will turn out to be a great episode. And you know, hopefully, it is. Um, the worst part about hosting, I don't, I, I don't know if there's like really like, oh god, I hate it when this one thing happens because we we work we work so well together and we've gotten things worked out so well. Um, like even just through the process, like Koru's learned, you know, how to, how to make the job easier when he hands me the audio files later on for editing. He's discovered this thing called markers, which I know people out there who do audio are like, Oh my God, how did you not know about that? Well, we're self-taught. So we didn't. So when Koru discovered that suddenly editing time got cut in half. Well, yeah, I knew about the equipment. I knew about the hardware, the mixing board, cables, microphones. I mean, that physical hardware that I can touch and, and change, no problem. It's the software side of it. It's when you go into the actual production that I had to do a lot of learning. And it wasn't easy. I'm, I'm still learning. Yep. You know, and uh, I want to learn more now at this point, uh, looking into uh, like community colleges and, uh, you know, other just, you know, simple courses that I could take to help me improve um, audio production and things along that nature. So it's actually been really good on my part because I'm learning a lot more. Um, the weird, okay, probably the w worst thing that's ever happened to me as a host of the show. Um, when FC was at the Failmont, I acquired a fanboy that kept following me around and I don't know if it was because my fursuit or because of the show or both or whatever. I'm, I am, I'm, I've always assumed in part it's a little of both. Uh, and it got so weird that I grabbed my friend's face at one point and I said, we're initiating emergency makeup procedures. And he stopped following me. <laughs> this, this stalker. I don't know who it was. I mean, I, I guess, I guess it's been kind of weird 
in the aspect. I don't know. It's kind of weird that people know who I am, but I don't know who they are. Does that make sense? Like people come up to you, oh, blah, 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 and like they're totally chummy with you? Yeah, and they... It's they, unnerving. Well, because I don't know anything about them. They've been on this journey with me, so they have everything, and they know. They know me to a T. They know my personality. They know who I am, and they know stories about my life, and I'm talking to them, and I don't know anything about them whatsoever. And that's really kind of a weird feeling. Somebody asked me for their autograph or for my autograph one time, and I really didn't know how to respond. I, I've never had any of this happen. Anything. Like, no one's ever come to me. Oh, you're up for what it's worth. I don't know if it's because, like, I'm the straight man to your, to your geography screw-ups and whatnot or what. Like, when Koakai came up to me at RF, like... It was it was the closest I've ever gotten when I was like, sit down with me and talk. He was like, What? I'm like, would you just sit down? Like, I don't care that like you think I'm cool that, like we host the show. Like, I'm just here having a good time. Just sit down and just let me meet you. I want to make a friend, you know? Yeah. Like that's <laughs> I like talking to people. You can in fact approach me if you see me at a convention and I will say hi to you. I might give you a hug even. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. No, no, but they, people know you. I don't want people to to get the feeling that, you know, that that they can't approach me. You're approachable. I think it's just because I play the straight man to you that, that sometimes people get that impression. I, I think I have the worst of that. It, people see me and the, it, you think of me as like a gay baby fur brony, but you look at me and I don't look anything like that. So people are very confused sometimes, but I, I am mo most often a very, very nice person to talk to and very approachable. And I really appreciate the uh, recognition. So please don't feel, feel afraid. No matter if I'm looking serious, it's because I'm determined or I'm on a task. So maybe it's because I look like a, I'm a 12 year old child. <laughs> so uh you know the, the we we do these incredible things there's actually the list of incredible things we've done on the show uh is insane it really is like there's things that we've done just by virtue of doing this show out of the goodness of our hearts that i never thought i'd get to do you know interviewing people that i never thought i'd even get to be in the same room with let alone talk to directly and shake their hand that kind of thing um and that list is really long uh, there are a few things uh, that they 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 just they kind of fit here honestly because uh, we you know we're relaxing we're having a great time with the show but there's the time for the serious things and this is kind of that time so there are two things that we just want to take a moment here to be serious about one of them is service furries we did an episode about them with um, Hoofen and I. That's one of the old few episodes I've actually played several times. Like I will, I have gone back and listened to it because that episode is has such a unique tone for me when I listen to it. Like I don't know, it just it's so surreal in a lot of ways just to hear him talk about his stories and like how it's impacted him, and in a lot of ways how the way I remember how outraged I felt and still am, I still feel about how. You know, he took this um, uranium-tipped bullet and how, you know, as a soldier, the government didn't pay for that. And he got cancer. And that the government didn't do anything. They didn't take care of him like they were supposed to. Um, and just like that whole thing, it, hit, it strikes me in such a different way. And, you know, the service furries out there, not just military. I mean, there's service furries. We've lost that, you know, ambulance. Um, there's police. 
you know, emergency services, other countries' militaries, they're all out there. You know, this the world's problems haven't gone away. So I want to take a moment, obviously, to um, not just recall Hoofen, but also to, you know, to thank them. They're still out there, and hopefully they're still listening, the ones that do. Um, you know, we still think about you from time to time. So thanks for that. On the crazier side of things during my deployment, probably the action in combat. That stuff can get pretty tense. Yeah. I I went up getting a bronze star for my service because my my platoon troop was marching towards some IEDs that they couldn't see in the roadway, and because I was driving in the Humvee and I was a lead a lead vehicle, I could see it, but I couldn't communicate that to the lead. Uh, marching group so the only thing I could do to keep them from actually marching into it was to drive my vehicle into the bomb and set it off which I did and it saved their lives it injured me but at least they all got to go home to their families so you know that won me a bronze star that was probably the craziest thing I had to actually deal with when I was there that blows my mind because I would be like going oh shit oh shit oh shit and time would go That's exactly what it was like. I mean, it it felt like snap of the fingers after it happened. It happened, and then I was in the hospital. And I was like, wow. What happened in between? I don't remember anything. But I had a lot of people visiting to say thanks. Yeah, I I can imagine. I'd, I'd show up. You know, if, if somebody just saved my life, if I didn't know him, <laughs> I don't care if I didn't know him. Yeah, you show up. You show up. So thank you once again. Yes, thank there. you so much. You know, one of the other episodes that hit me really strong was when we did um, um, the suicide episode or the, um, you know, helping prevention of suicide episode. Suicide and depression. Yeah, yeah suicide and depression. And that was a that was a huge um, huge, Im- huge story, and I think that we have a clip from that. What is the one thing you want everyone to take away from this episode? The one thing, if you could just sit down with them and tell them something, what would that be? The one thing, um, now I'm going to get emotional, is that you matter. You know, that you matter, that your life matters and that you have value. And it takes courage to reach out and and ask for help, but that help is available and it's out there. And that even when you've lost all hope and you don't see any light, you know, please please still have the courage to tell somebody and and just know that you're not alone. You know, there's always a hand outstretched um, to help pull you up. And and as people, that's just what we need to do. You know, you're not alone and, and you matter. I think the one question that I ask um, attempt survivors the most are, and then I say this statement, I say, I'm so glad you're still in my world because you're my favorite. I tell everyone I meet that they are my favorite because you cannot replace You, you're irreplaceable. Does that make sense? I think you can't be recreated. You can't be recreated, and I and I, and I think there's there only been, one of you. 
Yeah, that's it. And um, I just think of all the all the folks that I've lost. I'm gonna I'm gonna go to a, a funeral on Monday of a dear dear friend that uh, lost her pat her battle to pancreatic cancer and. I just think in thinking of what my world is like without her in it now, I don't think people realize that they matter to other people. And I don't think they realize just their incredible effect of what their presence, just their presence is in another person's life. And so I think that's what I'd leave. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming out today and you know, talking just a little bit about um, this serious, serious topic that we all need to learn a little bit more about. And I am very grateful that you were able to make make it out here. Thank you. No, thank you guys for addressing the topic. Thank you very much. It's been an honor. I remember that was actually a really, really hard episode for me um, because I was still going through... Uh, the pain of losing my mom to suicide and it started leading to kind of like a downward path and everything's better now and you know I've worked through things and things are a lot better since I did that episode Um, because mainly I've learned to forgive my mom because I realized that you know she was sick and you know, may not have been in the uh, right state of mind. So, you know, by doing that has actually helped me a lot and helped move on. Uh, a lot of people always wonder what happened with that. And I say that they should ask you. Uh, and I, I figure they know, they don't. I've never heard anything. Uh, yeah. So that's good. Uh, it's good to hear the update. For sure. I'm going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> should we shift to happy gears? Yeah. All right. Let's shift. Let's shift to happy gears. We have an image from Retro. Ding, 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 ding. He sent us an wait, email. Wait. I have a ding, 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 ding. Oh, well. Okay, well, this is the image that he sent in. Because I'm sure you can Aww. all see it right now. Describe it. Basically, what it is is it's Rue in his little red cape um, on the top of Pride Rock. And he's holding out um, a little baby, which is of tugs. Nice. <laughs> it's a win. It is so awesome. Thank you so much, Retro, for sending this in. It... I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't hate him. It's, it's so awesome. Hold on, hand me that. <laughs> I'm going to wreck it. <laughs> no. <laughs> Can we use that? They put it out. Mm-hmm. Okay. I gave it out to people to use, so I'm going to use it. Well, here's some of the comments on this it, uh, um, image that I wanted to share. Um, first of all, we have somebody asking if um, Koru is Zazu. Are you Rowan Atkinson? No. <laughs> no, I'm imagining Zazu being Mr. Bean. <laughs> and somebody said, Tugs makes a cute baby. Well, he has Aww, a baby first. <laughs> you and your soundboard. Um, and yeah, so, oh, and then someone else said, oh, I said this. <laughs> <laughs> Way to sneak yourself in. What everyone doesn't know 
about this picture is I was trying to get rid of the baby. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, curse you. I'm officially addicted to your podcast. Yay! And I hate podcasts. Yay! <laughs> I'm sending a nice, confusing... Oh, I sent a nice, confusing email yesterday. Sorry about that. I am listening to your show and doing, like, five things at once. I wish to thank you for all... I wish to thank you all for a, the great show. Thank you. Thank you. If you're ever driving in Wisconsin, Texas area, we should grab a bite to eat sometime. Wisconsin, Texas? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Wichita, Kansas. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I think they just got another one for our sticker collection. <laughs> Wisconsin, Texas. <laughs> I was going to say, wow. I've, I've, I've been around this country a lot. Even, wait a minute, wait a minute. You said Wisconsin, Texas? That's what you said. That's what you that's said. What you that's said. what I said. Yes. I said Kansas. We hey, have it recorded. I have it recorded. <laughs> Whatever. It, yeah. So. I'm not impressed. Fake Dragonier, did you read the contract before you signed it? Of course I did. I, uh, you know, I skimmed it and made sure that it had a, a lot of money there for me. <laughs> Point. My sets. Point. My That's what people want to hear, right? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Question three: What site or what changes will Furfinity see in the ad structure? Uh, you'll you'll start to see full blown pop up ads from now on in. <laughs> Every time you click on a link. You must watch a five-minute video about it for you. Point! Wait, wait, Morphe, do you concur? <laughs> Morphe, did we lose you? Where are you, no, Morphe? I'm here. Okay. Uh, no, that's a pretty good answer. I'll stick with that. That's <laughs> <laughs> so bad. So, Don't we have to switch to a special currency to pay for commissions on for Affinity in the future, fake Dragoneer? Yeah, yeah, we're going to like a. It's kind of like a free-to-play model where uh, you spend money to get, you know, credits, and you got to use that to. Oh, uh, no, it's, a, it's a pay to post win. comments. Yeah, and, no, yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it takes uh, <laughs> it takes like two fuzz coins to post a comment now. <laughs> uh, by the way, you can totally buy a ten thousand coin pack for ninety-nine dollars. Best deal. Uh, the first thing that comes into my mind is that episode of South Park where they all started eating through their butts and crapping out the mouse, but... <laughs> this is Caleb Fox again. First, I want to start off by thanking you for answering my question in the Furry Video Games episode. It really helped me, colon three. Just recently, I had an event that happened at work with a fellow co-worker. A couple days before it happened, I was going grocery shopping at my work with my dad and forgot I had been wearing a furry shirt. Suspicion grew with one of my coworkers because of this. I had gone to the fair that day also and got a paw print airbrush tattoo on my arm. It sounds like you're not being subtle. Oh, and the fellow coworker was there. Okay, also, is your coworker stalking you? <laughs> he was at the grocery store and then he was at the fair. A moment came when I had to go to the back of the store to get spill cleanup supplies and he was in see again stalker <laughs> i'm seeing the red light he commented on my tattoo i obviously wasn't going to admit me being a furry so i stated no i have a couple friends you are then he stated well you could add one more so 
he really is a stalker furry. Oh my hell, honey, pull that record. We're done. Abort. After he told me that, I confessed and said I was. So as you can see, we have we have a huge, a huge myriad of fun experiences hosting, and we hope we hope that you as listeners really get a sense of how much uh, fun it is. But not not just that it's fun, but that you can that you that you go on these journeys with us too, because we're doing this for you ultimately. And so uh, we hope that you have felt that in your way as well. We wouldn't be who we are uh, without the people that help us now their jobs are often thankless they're kind of like you know the cameraman at the news station right they never actually say i thank you to jimmy and bob for holding the cameras while you look at my gorgeous face because this is not how the news is done um but they've been with us forever and so while they're playing with their phones in the sound booth among other things uh <laughs> we want to ask him a couple questions Corey, Coru, get your pants on Coru, put your pants on put your phone down what are you doing? This is your time. You are wasting episode 100 time. This is precious premium Super Bowl time, man. We just wanted to send out a huge thanks to Koru. Yeah. For he... all of his time and putting up with me, not talking into the microphone. and <laughs> Team Rocket Mottos. Team, team Rocket Motos. You know, and the thing, you know what he does for us that uh, is often like this is he does cable management for us. Cable management sucks. And mic setup and equipment and making sure that all of the equipment makes it to our shows and back and make sure that we don't lose anything from here to there. He's only lost one thing ever to date. Actually, you lost that Bluetooth. <laughs> you lost that Bluetooth adapter. I'm blaming you. <laughs> so uh, what's the best part about being a, a supporting cast member, Koru? I go to far off lands and meet interesting people. That sounds like a canned answer. <laughs> no, that was like a, a, a Miss America pageant kind of. Yes. That sounds like a to the death style answer. <laughs> Try again, man. No, really, really. What, what's your favorite part about being a supporting cast member of this bizarre thing? I've learned a lot. And, you know, like I was saying earlier, I've learned a lot about uh, sound engineering. Uh, specifically, um, I would be classified as a recording engineer. Um, and so basically it's, you know, setting up microphones, making sure, um, everything works properly, making sure the cables are there, making sure everything gets set up and taken down properly, keeping track of all the equipment. Um, so, I mean, I guess an actual production, that would be a lot of jobs, um, the grips and everything else, but I pretty much take care of all of that and try and make a uh, recording as painless as possible. He does but a good it's, job. it's been a lot of thank you so much for all of your time and helping us out with this this episode i mean not this episode this <laughs> wow well, well, this one episode <laughs> no um these seasons it's it's awesome thank you so much you have it harder than fire breath <laughs> fire breath has to record lines and because he doesn't get to join us physically and i've done that yeah, I, I submitted my application and three-minute video for voice recording for the uh, for voice equestria for BabsCon. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't get it, but uh, you know what? It was a learning experience, and it was actually a lot of fun, even if I sounded like a complete fool one in, my, day, in my head. One day, you too will be a big equesticle. <laughs> equesticle, equestronauts. Right. So <laughs> we 
Uh, we asked you what your favorite moment in show history has been for you, and this is what you told us it was. Um, Wolfie wrote us, and I am not going to tell you the background of it till I open it, but there's a small white envelope. It's padded. Yeah, it's cool. So thank you, Wolfie. So go ahead and open it's like yours. the last bolt pin ever. I'm trying to. Okay. But again, opening plastic bags should be like an Olympic sport. Okay, Rue, did you open yours? No, I was eating my cookie. <laughs> you, use your teeth. Okay. I can't use my teeth. <laughs> Rue used his teeth. Aw, I got a mini. Aw, you, you got a mini, a mini pin. It's tiny. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, that not that kind of mini bed puns. Ha, 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 And Corey, what did you get? Oh, my, I don't know. I'm still trying to open this damn thing. Hold on. <laughs> He's, got... a knife. He's going to get the studio knife. We have a studio knife? I'll read his email. He says... He wrote this actually to me. He says, hey, Tugs, thanks for reading my email on the show. Next day I had some questions. Oh, and don't read this on the show. Shh. I can't read the rest of it. Never mind. <laughs> so what did you get? It. This has got to be destiny that I got this pen. What is it, my little pony pen? <laughs> Why are you laughing so hard? Oh, I'm dying over here. Oh my god, I can like feel pins in my lungs. Wolfie, I love you so much. You just made the end of season right there, if I remember. I am so thrilled you gave Koru this pin. It was chance. It was not. It was destiny. <laughs> Ruth still doesn't know what it is. No, I don't. I got Donald Duck. Yay! Woo! That's the best one for you! Which the inside joke is that, (laughs) yes, I sometimes do have an extremely bad temper, and I do tend to Donald sometimes, and it's even Tug's ringtone for me is Donald's theme song, so... Yeah. <laughs> oh, lawyers got involved. Whoops. Whoops. Uh oh. <laughs> no one but Corey Fox. That was that's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> I love it so much, Wolfie. You, you are the best. You should wear that with pride though. Because I'm the, going to. Like Donald is awesome. Donald yeah. is cool. I like Donald. Donald. He's a sailor. I'm looking for some sailors. I still have that pin. It's it's sitting right on the front of my shelf in my bedroom. <laughs> Ah, Koru, you're definitely our, our our Donald Duck to our heart. We love you. Uh, you're more than Donald Duck to my heart. <laughs> you're Donald Duck to my life. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I feel bad, but uh, although he's not with us, I did ask him to celebrate in his own way. I don't know how he is, uh, but uh, one more shout out to Firebreath for doing all he does for us, too. He has said some insane things, half of which still have not aired. Uh, but thank you for doing what you do as well, Fire Breath. Speaking of thank yous, uh, are, do you want to share the, the what, you, what you received? Now, uh, before, before you answer that, um, well, actually answer it first, and then I'll recap. Are you, 
are you comfortable sharing that? So I can I can preface it in the background before you before you share what you got. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we we our timeline didn't line up originally um, due to conflicts on various in various countries. Uh, but part of the preparations for this hundredth episode was that we were originally going to present the gifts that we had prepared to both Firebreath and Koru at the same time. I actually coordinated with people in Montreal to go to Firebreath's house at the same time. We were going to give Koru his gift. Recording did not occur during that, however, uh, and so. While recording did not occur, the gifts were presented still at the same time because I had managed to move objects around in foreign countries to make this happen. So they were delivered at the same time. And what did what did you receive? So I got some art from Ito, the uh, guy who does the uh, uh, title or the logo. logo thank you. Um, and it was phenomenal. It was basically just a, a sketch of my character. Um, and I was just standing in front of a mixer board with, like, one fist slammed onto the mixer board and the other one, like, shaking it in front of me with kind of annoyed look on my face. He was telling Rue to speak into the microphone. Yeah, pretty, pretty much. I don't know how many times Tugs has to edit that out, but I say it at least 30 or 40 times an episode, so <laughs> hopefully you hear it about that many times. Rue, speak into your microphone. <laughs> Get a little bit closer. Rue, speak into the mic. So... We we do appreciate all you do every time. This is Morphe the Tiger at the Fort of Blankets at BabyCon. Get ready for the 100th episode. Hello, this is Dronon, a gray muscle and amateur fandom historian up in Winnipeg, Canada. Wishing Two and Rugs a hearty congratulations on reaching episode 100 of your podcast. Or as we measure things using metric here in Canada, one centicast. Or in mangled French, vous avez discuté pas mal de bêtises. Here's wishing you another 57 episodes of fun-filled content, except for episode 122, which won't count. Thanks again, and all the best! Hey, this is Geo Holmes. I want to congratulate you guys on your 100th episode. And if you ever do that damn Rocket Raccoon-themed episode, call me back, damn it. I'm Brighton Ridgecrest. 100. Deal with it. For what it's worth, happy 100 from my igloo up here in Canada. Wishing you more one-ups. Phil the Canadian. Hey, for what it's worth, this is Uro, and I want to wish you guys a happy and congratulate you for everything, and I don't know what else to say. I I have a suspicion, suspicion that um, you guys are having a hundredth episode, so uh, congratulations on being dumb. I mean, sorry, I meant uh, being awesome. So, uh, with that said, I would bid you adieu and talk to you later. I guess this is where I say goodbye. Hey guys, in 100 episodes we've visited wonderful places like Colorado and, you know, the ever popular Wisconsin, Texas. So, uh, what wonderful destinations will Rue have us have for us in the future? <laughs> Good job guys, 100 episodes, awesome. Later. This is Retro Takomi, and I'm a Dragon Mole hybrid with rabbit ears. I'm here with, uh, for what it's worth, for the 100th episode. And they did not give me that toaster that was promised, and I'm very angry. 
Hey, this is Tovino. And, um, and we are Bunny Wears. Hey, we appeared on episode 35. It was recorded live at Further Confusion. Back in 2012. What, 2012? Holy cats. <laughs> yeah, really. Man, that was a long time ago. And they're still doing it. Oh, right. Because this is their 100th anniversary. They screw that one up. Episode. <laughs> None of us are that old yet. Anyway, congratulations for what it's worth. Hey, this is Alistair Wildfire or Ulus12. And all I'm going to say is, uh, don't let you can't get you down. Oh, shit. I'm not allowed to say that. Whatever. Happy 100th. Hey, Rue. Hey, Doug. It's Kaj. I was in way back in season two episode 14 furry romance i just wanted to congratulate you guys on getting to your 100th episode i think what you guys are doing is great and i think it's great for the community and i hope you guys can last another uh really as long as you guys can stay um i think it's great for the community i don't have anything witty to say i tried to think of something unfortunately can't think of anything to roast you guys on so good luck and have a good one Hey everybody, Alex Keery here. Normally I get paid to talk on the radio. When I was on For What It's Worth, I got a Diet Coke. Happy 100th episode. All you dudes working on For What It's Worth, you're the best, and I'll come back anytime you want. Asterisk. Hey guys, this is Smokescale Aquatus, the guy that does the space news. I just wanted to say thank you for letting me contribute, and here's to at least 100 more episodes. Hi, I'm Marcy McAdam, and uh, I'm here at Rainforest, and... I can't even think because my hand is going to fall off. I've just done a million and one badges today. I really need a caramel macchiato, please send help. Happy 100th episode from Vinyl Scratch. Oh, and uh, to me, Koru is really Snowflash. Don't pony trying to be a furry. Truth here. Congratulations from the Blanky Fort on your 100th episode. We should celebrate. How's Disney World sound? Hey there, this is Buck Riley of Husky in Denial. You know, that guy who keeps doing remixes of your theme song? Anyway, I just wanted to say congratulations on 100 episodes of For What It's Worth! You've done what no furry podcast has done before. Maybe. Mm, when you get to 200 episodes, then we'll talk. I am the Ringmaster, and I cannot believe those two fools made it to 100 episodes. They're almost as good as me. Hey, Sima Mazzotti here, just calling in to wish for what it's worth. Uh, congratulations on their 100th episode. I uh, was trying to think of something inspirational to uh, to offer them. And, you know, I, I look around and I see all these people, you know, there's all these human beings. And I really do try to consider their potential. I mean, from the day that they arrive on the planet and uh, blinking, you know, they step into the sun. And there is more to see than can ever be seen, more to do than, oh, wait, no, hold on. Sorry, that's the Lion King. Well, I guess uh, it's the lions then. Uh, congratulations, and I will catch you all later. Hey, this is old Joe Spruce. I want to congratulate Rue and Tugs and the whole crew with plenty of hugs for being on the air for 100 years. Now, that is a very long time, and I'm very proud. I remember when my daughter was just born, she came right out of my hand. And she'd be screaming and crying just because she was a baby, and she'd hear uh, the voice of Rue on the radio, and that would just calm her right down. And for that reason, I feel like Rue has been like a second father to my daughter, and that is 
deeply something that I appreciate. My friends, I'm wishing you an additional 100 years of quality for what it's worth. Hey guys, this is Hachi. So I have a theory. I theorize that you guys have more than six listeners. Let's say seven. Of those seven listeners, only six can listen in on an episode. When the next one comes out, one furry steps out to let the seventh one in so they may listen too. And every episode, one furry rotates in and another one rotates out. Which is why you only ever know of six furries listening in when in fact, you do have more than six. Now, that's just a theory, but it would explain a lot. Or maybe you guys just say you only have six listeners as a joke, but I believe in my theory. Well, I hope you guys have a wonderful 100th episode and let's hope for a hundred more. Four more years. Four more years. Four more years. Holy crap, you guys have done this for four years. Hey everybody, this is T-Wolf. I've known this guy for 14 years now. So, yeah, annoying all the way. Happy 100th episode, guys. Hey there, it's Scott. I just wanted to say it's impressive to see how Tugs can stay innocent after 100 episodes of Brew, seeing as for a fox that's just getting warmed up. Happy 100th episode, guys. So, we, we're at the end. We're at the end of episode 100. Can you believe it? No! No! I know! We're we like, can, in such a good mood, right? All the memories. We have to keep going, you know? All the memories. We haven't even talked about the suit, like, sorry, um, the, the bullying episode, or, just kidding. There, there's a lot. There's we, a lot. There's a lot. There's, there's a, lot. a lot. And the main thing is, is... Comment on the site. I think no. that it's, <laughs> I think it, it's, it's important for us to point this out. For the 100th time, thank you for being a part of this, you know, being the audience and listening and to participate and sending, you know, send us emails and, and be a part of this journey. And, you know, we do it for, for you guys and we do it for the fandom and we love you guys so much. So thank you for our audience yes thank you for listening you're the reason we do this if you weren't listening well we would probably talk to nobody and have no emails and the show would suck um and yeah we we really really read every one of your emails and believe it or not we we keep everything you send into the show box unless it's food in which case we eat it uh (laughs) we still have the party light we have the recipe for the cookies we still have city skunks letters uh we have we have everything that you guys have sent in. We, we, we treasure it. Yeah, we have uh, we have our little archive. We have Sonic. We have the new drawing of Sonic bursting out of pants. Oh my gosh, now. that was awesome. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we, we have pretty much everything you guys Chili have sent dog. in. Chili dog. Yep. And you know, we appreciate it when you guys come to our live shows. You know, we thank you for coming out when. I mean, sorry, we uh, we bribe you when you come to the live <laughs> shows. Yeah, yeah, bribe you. <laughs> yeah. Um, we do it for you, so thank you for for tuning in, and you know being uh, being a part and letting us into your ear holes for a little bit every other week. <laughs> or if you're listening to us through an induction bone induction headset, thanks for letting us into your bones. Um, one more thank you we do want to give out um, to all the billion people that we bothered. Yeah, we we <laughs> we bugged a lot of people starting in June. We did it in waves. Um, 
but uh, you've heard them all episode. We pretty much have everybody that has ever been part of the show. There are There's a very small list of exceptions. Either they politely declined, they weren't available, or we simply couldn't get through to them. Uh, but we did try and invite as many people as we can just to, to join us in celebrating. And they took a few minutes out of their day. Some of them had to put up with us reminding them a couple times, but they made it. And to you, we say thank you for joining us and just commemorating. It's a big deal. And you being there to celebrate with us is a big deal, too. So thank you. Yes, thank you very much. Now, our next episode is the episode that we pushed off. Uh, we had some things that happened and um, <laughs> Rabbit Valley. we just decided to rearrange some things with our schedule. Yeah. So. And so we are going to be going back to um coming out basically coming out of the closet to your parents not as a furry you don't come out as furry let's be clear about that one more time <laughs> ever but but you do come out as gay bicycle or lesbian so so <laughs> you can write your story we have so let, let, oh one more thing too we have everyone who's written into the mailbag we still have your emails um, so that we will get to those next episode and we want to hear your stories about coming up to your parents. So if you want to, um, send in something, um, to us, you can email it to us at cast it for what it's worth, or you can, um, you can send in a voicemail, which we love those, as you can see with our Google translator. Yep. Um, or you can send us snail mail. The details are on our site or a postcard or however, just make sure that it's legal. Yep, definitely. So, um, yeah. Oh, and comment on the site, uh, or email us. Let us know what you thought of the hundredth episode. You know, we we uh, hope you enjoyed recalling and laughing and having a good time like we did. We really, genuinely did have a couple drinks in us tonight, and uh, we hope you had a couple drinks, raise a glass, yep. and join us in celebrating because this was a lot of fun. It was. Wow. Ow. As yeah. Rue just party foul because of course Rue would party foul right at the end on our fine crystal <laughs> and and my souvenir martini glass. No worries, you're fine. And there's a new memory. Woo-hoo. See you in a hundred episodes. Hundred episodes. I still can't believe it. It's been a hundred episodes. So, for the hundredth time, this has been Rue. Tugs. Karu. And this has been a hundred episodes of. For For what what it's it's worth. worth.